Murphy Liquidation Furniture, the store that saves you more on beds, mattresses, sofas, furniture, and rugs. MurphyLiquidationFurniture.ie Winners Enclosure Bookmakers, your local independent bookmaker. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat and Instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds. Phone us on 1890-429-863. Murphy Liquidation Furniture, the store that saves you more on beds, mattresses, sofas, furniture and rugs. MurphyLiquidationFurniture.ie with Murphy Liquidation Furniture, the store that saves you more. With stores in Tala, Nace, Bunclody, Carlo, Gorey and Wexford Town. With Murphy Liquidation Furniture, new stock arriving each week in all six stores. Murphy Liquidation Furniture, Dalai for more. With Murphy Liquidation Furniture, new stock arriving weekly. View in store today with no pre-order required. Murphy Liquidation Furniture, Dalai for more. Hello and welcome to our weekly preview, weekend preview, weekend review um, of the previous couple of days action in Wicklow. We're going to preview or review, sorry, last weekend's hurling action in the senior, intermediate and junior B. We'll also be discussing uh, our team of the year so far in the Wicklow Senior Football Championship. We've had a little bit of discussion in our, our panel and we've come together with a team and we'll be discussing the clashes coming up this weekend in senior, intermediate, junior A, junior B and junior C. All coming up this weekend is getting down to the, the nitty gritty of the championship. So it's all action this weekend. First off, though, we just run through a couple of uh, little notices going around. Wicklow Rowan brought more success to the club this week. They won national honours in the Irish men's quad school in the Irish offshore Rowan championship. So more, more joy coming to uh, the club in Wicklow. Darren Randolph uh, was involved with week Ireland as they drew one all uh, last week with Switzerland. And Louise Quinn and Claire Walsh were involved in the 1-0 win over Montenegro. Louise Quinn started and Claire Walsh came on as a substitute. Glyn Cormac were five of the winners over Newtown in the Tommy Heffernan Shield. A good win for Glyn Cormac. And uh, Dana Morehouse, she won bronze uh, this weekend gone by. She lost out to the Italian Erika Pristin. Prissy and Darrow in the uh, semi-final. Another big name rattled off the list there. But first off, we'll get into the uh, the hurling results that have just gone by. We'll start with, on Saturday, the intermediate hurling semi-final. Carnew were 2.13 to 6 points winners over Arco Rocks in Ockram. Carnew at the Rees throughout this game. Uh, yeah, Carnew were, were very much at ease. Of, uh, poor performance from the Rocks, really. I was disappointed in the Rocks after being in a final last year. I thought to be stronger. But uh, Carnew, you know, hit them for two early goals and it, the Rocks never really recovered. Jody Byrne was on fire up front uh, for Carnew throughout. Um, look, again, it was, it was just... It was hard on the rocks, really, in the end. It was, the game kind of petered out. But Carnew were very strong all over the field. Um yeah, you know, great performance from Graham Kyo. You know, just high balls going in on him there. He came out, just done what he's done all his career, I suppose. And it was you said at one stage on the commentary, I think it was like throwing biscuits to a bear in there. He was just, he was coming out with everything that landed. And Dan Nolan, you know, as we said, Jody, you know, all over the field, Carney were just had too much for the Rocks. And it's a pity with the Rocks, you know, their first team in there, just to, to kind of whimper out in the end. Yeah, I suppose we were to 
maybe lamenting the loss of TJ Hennessy off this team earlier in, in play. But Brendan McRae really stepped up to the mark there as well with his play. Yeah, making. look, Brendan was very good, an excellent performance. Like, he only scored a point, but doesn't tell the whole story. I think I think Carnew had 2 5 on the board at one stage. He had a hand in nearly every score they'd made. You know, he's. He, he took on the, the rocks for pace and he and he destroyed him really going forward and the, the only worrying thing for Carnew probably would be at, I think at one stage that scored two six and Jody Burnett scored two five yeah a couple of frees and he got two two from play I think at that stage you know they'll probably like a little bit more of a spread of scores when the game is in the melting pot but you know as we said TJ missing Jody and Brendan really stepped up to the play in there and. There's not much you can say really. With the Karen, you were just too strong for the rocks all over the field. Yeah, of course. Yeah, John, you you were at were you at this one? Yeah, I was at it. Yeah, hurling aficionados, you know. Um, yeah, I did, like I mean for for what I'm looking at, it, it, it was a good looking Karen team at that level. Like I mean, you know, on each of the lines, they had you know they had strong players in each line. Good like Joe, big Joe in the goal. He 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 doesn't need to learn a whole lot about what he's doing in there. Um, and yeah, it just looked, looked a good, strong team throughout for, for that level, like I thought. Um, and even looking at the warming up, like to the panel there, it must be 22, 23. Like, I mean, I know for sure, yeah, you're, they lost a strong player to the seniors, and the seniors are another discussion, but there's two strong panels there nonetheless, like, and they'll give Byrne Darren plenty of it in the final, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose, look, Karen, you were able to bring back Vinnie Flaherty there today, that brought him on a sub as well. And, you know, look, they looked to have a little bit of strength and depth in this one now, and, you know, they've. Look, they've been unbeaten, they won the league, they're in the final, you know, Baron Derry coming at them from the other side and, and look, it's where they want to be. And as we said, you know, lads have stepped up to the mark when TJ hasn't been there now and, and you know, that's that's a, a, a big step for Carnew, I suppose, the comfort that they have lads there that can still rack up scores for them, you know, because the last day TJ played, I think he got 11 of their scores, so yeah. it, it's good to know. And, you know, Jody was good on the freeze as well, so... The, you know, at least they have someone there to step into his shoes. Yeah, I think the two goals already got for sort of nearly carbon copies again, weren't they? they yeah, two good yeah, moves right. from from him, like so. Yeah, you know, yeah. I look, he's a great high for goal. He always had Jody, always had, but just on, you know, on the rock side, like Keen Dial was very good for the rocks as well. He, he deserves a good mention. To be fair to him, he, he was a real standout player for him. You know, it's just a pity he had a little bit more back up around the field. Um, you know, again, it's just hard on him. You know, when you have a bad day in a semi final. It's a long time till next March or April till you're back out again to put it right, and that's that's the killing part about it. But as Led says, it is what it is, and you know, can you march on? Yeah, can you march on? They're going to play. Uh, I suppose one of the, the surprise of the weekend, if we're going to call it that. Barndarry two twelve to twelve points winners over Kilcool on Sunday morning. Uh, Barndarry well worth their, their win here. Um, I think we witnessed a piece of magic Jack McCall with a, a sideline cut over the bars and so like they had it all over the field and Kilcool had, had no answer for them. Yeah, look, I think Kilcool are many people's red hot red hot favourites going into this even going into this and, and in the championship in general. You know, they looked really strong for long parts of the championship. But you know, Baron Derrick have steadily improved. You know, we, we were talking earlier in the year they were good they were putting up good scores but conceding goals they were both they've steadily improved they cut out the goals in their last two games they've, you know they've got their defence back into a solid unit they've worked really hard you know they've held they've held Kilcoal to 12 points there scored two twelve of their own again Andrew Kavanagh with 8 points I think Malachy Stone was in great form Malachy for Stone well. exceptional yeah you know and like they have players you know they have good players all over the field and they'll definitely think you know I, I suppose if you were from Carnew, you had one eye on what Kilcoal were coming with, but this Barndarig team will definitely give Carnew lots to think about. Yeah, I suppose, like, 
on commentary on, on Sunday morning, I remember saying at one stage, I haven't mentioned Andrew Cavanaugh that much. And Malachi Stone seemed to be everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. And like, again, you said massive performance. Like, players stepped up. Andrew Cavanaugh, of course, kept the scoreboard taking over from freeze. And I think he got maybe one or two from play. But you know, still other players. It's typical. Like, Mick Byrne has done great work with this team because, you know, they could have... They could have thrown in the towel. They could have went away and said, you know, they, I think they took five goals against Carnew one of the days. They took, you know, they, I think scored four. Was a four against Lenny or something? They yeah. got seventeen points against Lenny and got, I think, conceded three, four goals and got caught by a point or two. Yeah, they could have thrown in the towel at this, but you know, he's kept working at them. He's kept them to their, you know, the nose down, the head down. They've worked away and worked away. And like the week before, they got through their quarter final against Lenny came into that semi-final and no one was really noticing you know people are noticing them now yeah. you know like they've taken a big big scalp like that's that's a Kilcoal team with a lot of pedigree in there there's a lot of very good players on it and you know yeah. Baron Derrick were banging down as you said like Kilcoal had no answer to this Baron Derrick team yeah I you know, people have to remember that like this it wasn't just a, a, a hit and run you know it wasn't no. a smash and grab raid or anything else it was from the word go, they were the better team all over the it field. Was, it was from the word go. Like Luke Evans had to drop very, very deep to receive ball for, for Kilkool. And that's not where Kilkool want Luke Evans. It's not where any team would want Luke Evans. Like no, no. And like, you know, that and that was a sign of how good defensively Baron Derrick were. Like, which was their Achilles heel up until a month ago, you know. Yeah. And like, you know, in this championship, they hadn't won a game up until the week before last. And now they're in the final, but it's all about hitting at the right time. Yeah, it's all about you know September's the time to win matches. Yeah, if you can start winning, then you're still in with a shout, and that's that, that's where they are. And it's going to be a cracker of a final. It will be, yeah, yeah. That's coming up, of course, in in uh, I think three two weeks time or so. It's, it's three weeks time. I'll just double check that. Saturday but, week, I think. Um, yeah, it's a great a great result for for Bernard. And of course, going strong in the football as well. Like it's winning breeds winning like does it yeah and that's it look and as I said before early in the year one thing caught me I, I, I was up at Len Ely in the Rocks in the Intermediate Hurling Championship and all the Baron Derrick lads were there looking at it they were all there in their gear they were watching it they were you know and these lads are as you said they're dual players they have a lot going on the football hurling but you know the interest was there the interest was there to watch what other teams were doing how you know they all had an eye how can we get at them how can we improve and you know, it's paying dividends, and that and that's you know, a big clap on the back to to Mick Doyle and his team, and and you know, as I said, Baron Derrick will be no pushover in this final. Karen, you will be favourites with their farm going in, but they're not going to be any pushover, and it, it, I think it'll be a cracker of a final. It will be, yeah. So that that's uh, is the twenty first actually Saturday, the twenty first is the final. So that's Saturday, Saturday week. The other game, Ockram on Sun on Saturday, so we go back to Saturday. Carnew five eleven to fifteen point winners over Kiltegan. Emmett, you said it in, in commentary quite a bit. Sixteen scores to fifteen, but a completely different reflection on the on the game. Yeah, look again. It was a strange game. It was a game that never really ignited. And you know to say with if anyone reads the scoreline, I think you'll probably say it must have been a cracker. You know what I mean? But it, it, to me, it never really ignited. There was a lot of scrappy hurling from both sides in it. was, you know, I think at one stage it was one, three to five points. Kiltegan missed the 21 yards free. And all of a sudden it was three, three to five points. Carnew went up and got two goals at the other end, which gave Kiltegan a mountain to climb. But, you know, the Kiltegan kept nipping away and, and picking off their scores. And, you know, they, they got back into it a little bit in the second half. And then, of course, Carnew hit two goals in two minutes again and it was game over. But it was just one of those games that was very, very scrappy. And I think even on the commentary we said the ball was on under the stand at one stage for three and a half or four minutes. It yeah, just it wasn't was coming out of there. Yeah. You know, like it's not 
it's it, not a sign that you that you want going going forward. You know, you, your hurling it have to be your touch and everything. It have to be a little bit better. If, look, can you have won the quarter final? That's what a quarter final is about. Getting over the line. You know, they've scored five goals. I suppose you can say the worrying part would be I think five points from play for me. Four of those goals you definitely won't get against Lenealy. I think John Dial Juniors was the pick of the goals. Yeah, I suppose one of the goals we're looking at the 10th minute. Uh, wasn't sure if it went in or not. Looked like it hit the crossbar and our end and out wide, but it was given as a goal. Yeah, th- there, was that, a, that there was a lot of confusion around that the Hurley score. Right? But they opened up a, a four point lead for It opened yeah. up a four point lead as well. And, yeah. and it just to me, it looked like no one knew what happened because Kiltegan didn't contest it. Yeah. And you weren't shouting. <laughs> you know, yeah. It just looked like one of those. It was a freak, whatever, yeah. whatever did happen, you know. But again, as I said, you know, it's the five points from play that worry me a small bit. It's just, you know, you're going to need more scores from play in a semi-final against Len Ely going forward. I think the peak of the scores from range on the day were all Kiltegans, to be honest. They got four or five great scores from 40, 50 yards. You know, I think Dara Byrne got a couple. Patrick Byrne got one as well. Byrne got one. Do you know what I mean? And they were all good scores. It's just, it was one of those days, I suppose, you can say, look, we came... We got what we wanted and we went home. But, you know, there's work to be done on touch and stuff still. And yeah, well, I suppose we sort of have to mention one Kiltegan player in particular that really put on a show. Full back, we mentioned him a good bit, uh, Brian Carney, absolutely Yeah, brilliant. just three and six, Podge Tool as well, to be fair. Like, the two of them were immense for yeah. for Kiltegan, you know. They, were, they really stormed into the game and everything, you know. like And it wasn't, you know, Podge was on Wayne Kinsta for long periods of the game. Wayne. And they don't know who was on... on Brian Carney for long, like they weren't, and you know they were on two target men really, and yeah. like they really took the game to Carney for long periods. The goals, of course, are killers. I mean, one was a long ball in over the yeah. top of the defenders, and I think it, it, Kins, it was Kinsley got the foot to it. Wayne got it, yeah. Yeah, that was probably like I, I watched that one as well. It wasn't a great Abbey Fjord tourist walking up Redden Road, and you decided to walk into the county ground to see what all the fuss is about it probably wasn't the best advertisement for the game ever but now Brian Carney I thought had a great game but that goal you mentioned was probably one of the few mistakes he made he went for a ball that he probably shouldn't have gone it was a high ball he went in from behind he already had a man going for it and it flipped over the top and straight away there was a three on two then a two on one and then a goal and was taken well but um, I thought the thing that stuck out for me probably was yeah like I mean you know Kiltegan hurled quite well and maybe a bit above their level maybe if I was don't know if that's right, and maybe Carnew were a bit below there. The goals absolutely, you know, kept Carnew in it and won it for them ultimately. And the way you said it is right. It was two goals in two minutes, and then two goals in two minutes, and like I mean, uh, that's twelve <coughs> points in four minutes. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, in two yeah, little know. pockets of time, in two little pockets of time. Like I mean, and the you know the probably the, the dominant individual on the pitch for for a good bit of it was Park too. Like I mean, Carnew had very little answer to him. His athleticism. Now look, he's a six foot four inch athlete playing inter-county football but Carnew had very little answer to him when he was driving forward he took two points I think from play from far out and he really you know he probably looked like the, the hurler on the field at the day like you know but look as you say it's goals win games and Carnew got them and look I had a pop off one of the lads the following morning and I said Jesus did you know like the, what was it how many points to get to eight 
you know it's not bread and butter points that's not a you know that's not a massive hurling scoring points but they got the goals and like he said to me oh, geez we got criticized the last day because we couldn't get goals and we got the five yeah. and i suppose look, yeah. you know you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if, you're, if you don't but like you said there was another goal in the second half that kind of i think the cotton the sun landed just outside the five yard box and only the goalie knew, didn't know where to stick or twist you know, or he wouldn't see it and it was hoofed into the ball. Like you're not going to get that again, Warren Kevin. And, and no, no, and that's what I'm saying. Goals. Probably four of those goals won't come against Glen Ely on, on the run of play. Like if they do, happy days. But, you know, on the run of play, you probably won't pick up scores like that. It's just as I said, the worry would be the five points from play. I think we'll need to step that up an awful lot more. But look, you're in that semi-final, Glen Ely. You know, these games take a life of their own with Carnew and Glen Ely. You know, it'll be tight, it'll be tough. Did Glen Ely won the group stage last minute goal from Gary Hughes? Yeah, you know, you know like point, it was really tight. Yeah, it was, you was, know, yeah. and it was, a, you know, last book of the game stuff. Yeah. So, you know, like those two teams are even enough on that run of farm. You know, what what has happened in between, we'll find out in, yeah. in two weeks' time, I suppose. And look, again, Carnew are there, they're right, they are where they want to be. Like, Kiltegan are improving. Every day they go out to improve, they put up good scores in the championship this year. But, you know, a, a thing I'd be looking at, and, you know, our, our man from the county board is not here at the bit. I would honestly be looking at this this championship being changed. I think the last few years, I think it's run its course. I think you play 21 matches now to get rid of one team. Yeah. Out of the championship. You know, I think it'll have to go back to two groups, bring in a group team, go back to two groups of four. You know, even let it be an open draw. Mm. Let Karen Newbray, Pats, Glen Ely all come out into one group. It gives the other hope group life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do, but I just think there has to be a change. Like, you know, the, the whole year is gone till the end of August to get rid of one team out of a championship. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, you know, one win gets you into a quarter final. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I suppose, like you're looking, you at know, and like I just think, I just think it needs all those games at the beginning of the year. Everyone's kind of gone, eh, you know, yeah. And like the four teams that are left, you'd probably be a good behind it. Like it's a Carnew, Glenelly, Bray, and like you'd toss up between Pats and Erog at the start of the year. Who was going to go? Like Erog got the tough break with Chester or whatever, and was probably sealed or fate, you know. Yeah. So like again, that's. That's what, but I would be looking at a change in the structure. I think I think it needs freshening up. I think it need, I think the earlier games need to have more more impetus on the championship going forward. Yeah, as I see, there's a message in there for someone saying the wheels are in motion. So there could be change coming. But I suppose if Barndarry win uh, this intermediate final, that's two group, two groups yeah. of four. You know, that's yeah, that'd be two groups of four, and that's what you're looking. At. And again, I just think it. Ju- I just think something needs to be done because you're playing matches all year, and teams know. I suppose like these teams could play each other three times in the year, with the exception, I suppose, Bray are playing in the Dublin League, but Wicklow League is played off early, then yeah. you go into the group stage and it's another league, and then you go into the championship, into the knockout yeah. stage of the championship yeah. where Reed gets going, like, you know, so... Yeah, so, and, and like, and that's just, it's just, look, it's an opinion, it's like, again, yeah. I'm just boy, I'm throwing it out there, but I just think that there needs to be more of an, uh, more of an, an initiative to win your early matches, like, I think, like, if you're drawn in a tough group, that you'll have to go ahead and win, like, you you know, these match play them after the Christy ring the opening rounds and say, Look, there's lads are hurling with the county, you've week ten days, you're into club, you know, Karen Car- Bray, Carnew Glenelli in the first round of that group. Yeah. You don't want to be on the back foot, you don't want to lose that. This game means yeah. a lot, like you know what I mean? And I uh, think the problem you're facing a wee bit is and it's been this way forever. Like yeah. I mean, I can remember twenty five years ago, Kakul asking to get out of Cena. You know what I mean? For a year or two they've yeah. just gone so bad and 
you know, being asked by the county board at the time, no, stay, because we had to, you know, to keep a, 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 a you know, a, a, a valid championship there that might have enough teams to compete in. Like, I mean, the problem we have is, realistically, we've seven senior clubs at the minute. If Barndarry come into it, or, sorry, if the, you know, if Barndarry were to, to opt to come up, as Carnew obviously can, okay, you have eight. It's a, that's a huge ask for Barndarry. Like, I mean, there's, there is a gulf there. And, like, I mean, you know, we're trying to, you know, so there, and I agree with you, yeah, you, that's a, it's a very good point. You know, you play 21, 21 matches, we've got rid of one team, we're still at, you know, quarterfinal and semi-final stage, and it's only really getting into cutthroat championship now, you know. But then again, the flip side of that is, you know, we could be here in, in a year's time if you go the other way, and you could have a team saying, sure, James, we trained all year, we got one game. But I'm not, and I'm yeah, not, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just, it's a hard one to, be, because of the limited amount of teams there, it's just so difficult to, you know, I suppose the football, at least it's got, you know, there's a, a viable championship there, and, you know, we probably know who the top tier is, but, you know, it's... You can't end up with four group, groups of two in the yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and I know where you're coming, but I just think that, you know, there, there has to be more... At oh, stake in, yeah, in yeah, May, yeah. June, July in the Senior Hurling Championship. I just think there has to be more there. Like, you know, teams can, you know, and I'm not being, like, from the start of the year, Kiltegan had their eye on Avondale, and that was their championship. You know, if we beat them, they're in the quarterfinal, and vice versa. Avondale, they had their eye on them because mm. they're looking and they're saying, that's the match we can really win. You know, and, like, Kiltegan have improved all the way through, don't get me wrong, but that's what you're looking at. They got to win, they got into their quarterfinal. You know, like Avondale were gone. But it's just to me, like, all those matches were played and it was kind of shadow boxing and it was kind of, you know, ah, look. You know, like, Karen, you have lost to Brian Glenealy in the group stages, but it doesn't really matter. We're back in the semi-final. How many years in a row have Karen, you play Kiltegan now? Yeah. You know, I mean, how many years in a row have Verog and Pats been in a quarter-final? It's just, it's the repetitive nature of what's going on. Is It's just not... And I don't think it's it, doing anything for the teams either, to be that, honest. That's either, I don't think it's stepping the teams up anything either. Like. That's it, they're paying three times a year, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. So And two of them are, are meaningless, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. it, like, you know. Um, on Sunday, I suppose, one of the games of the weekend, well, probably the game of the weekend, St. Pat's 116 to 113 winners over Aerog. The uh, scoreline says it's a three-point win for, for Pat's, but the story of the game, Emmett, was completely different. Yeah, again, it was uh, it was almost a carbon copy of of the league section, uh, which was probably one of the better games in the league section that we've just alluded to. To be fair, I mean, Erog came out, you know, brought back uh, Michael Walsh, I think it was, as a sweeper beside the brother. You know, it looked for five ten minutes that Erog were going to struggle for scores, and all of a sudden they started to just pick off scores nearly at will. They were finding pockets of space all around. Pats were struggling to. To sort out, you know, what was going on. Daniel Salmon was giving John Connors all sorts of problems. Um, and just at that stage, I think Aerog's downfall was they missed two or three frees and, and hit two or three bad rides just when they were really on top and turning the screw. And I think, you know, they could have easily had 15, 16 points at half time. A couple of goal chances. And a couple of yeah. goal chances as well that that the flow, you know, and it just, you know, I think they needed that. Mm. But of course, we went into the second half and uh, a goal for Pats started better than they had been playing. A goal for Anto Byrne and then the ball went down a little bit of a schmazzle and Billy Cuddy, he got the red card and look, it was really the turning point of the game. You yeah. know, that, that and, and 
George B. O'Brien going into the full forward line, I suppose, turned the game. But like Billy sending off was was a real hammer blow for Airog, you know, and they didn't seem to recover that. Yeah, I suppose we were in on commentary on the day, we didn't think it was a red card ourselves. We thought it was an earlier incident, it might have been a red card, but I suppose we didn't think it was and as, as a result, I suppose you're looking at it maybe Airog are out on the end of it, are they? Well, that's it. Those are the calls. I mean, look, I'm no one to talk about stuff like this because I I can't say Billy could have, he shouldn't have went in there because I'd have been the first one in there myself, you know, and I'm not. But, you know, look at their men, they're pushing and they're shoving and uh, from where I couldn't, I couldn't say. But like Liam Keenan had dealt with the incident and he was called back. He was about to start the match and he was called back by his umpire. And when he went back in, spoke with the umpire, whatever was said between the two of them, Billy gets a red card. So he obviously went on his umpire's advice. And any more than that, you can't say. But I know Billy from... I was with him on, as a selector in the county for a few years. Billy was a player. And I know Billy a long time. And I just know by his reaction, he felt really hard done by. I know by... He's not a fella that... You know, he's not a fella that throws the ties out of Prammer. You know, he doesn't go around kicking water bottles and messing like that. But I know by his reaction, he felt really hard done by by. And from what I could see, I didn't see any. I was at the far side of the field again. But obviously, the umpire has seen something yeah. that he has took yeah. as, as a sending off. Again, like referees are going on the word. Look, they're trusted officials, I suppose. When they bring umpires with them, they're trusted officials. They have to take their word. But it's, you know, it's our Oggs. It's a big loss for our Og And to just... They never seem to recover. Pat's really... But to be fair, Pat's everything they hit after that. They really hit a Christy Morehouse stormed into the game for them. Do you know, George went in, I think he rattled off one, two or three in, in, yeah. in a couple of minutes when he went in. Yeah. You know, he, he was doing a, a lot of work around <coughs> midfield, but he's so dangerous. It's so hard not to have him in there, you know. And I suppose at that stage, all eyes were on Andy. What's Andy going to do? And just George... Andy had been, you know, Billy could have done a good, decent oh, job. Oh, he'd done a very good job. Yeah. And it was a great battle between the two of them up to that, you know. And yeah. Andy had moved in and out a couple of times, but, you know, it was a humdinger of a battle between the two of them. And, but, but just a... a you know, when Billy went off, Erog needed more men to stand up as well. Yeah. And I just think lads that were playing well, even up to that point, just went out of the game on them. Do you and know? It came at such a bad time as well. They just, yeah. they just had got the goal, as you mentioned. Yeah, they just got the goal. Yeah. But like, you know, the same thing had happened, like the same thing had almost happened to them in the league section. They should have known when, when once Pats got their tail up, they were coming at them. But you have to give it to Pats. Like they looked in serious trouble when the goal went in. They looked almost dead and buried. You know, and sending off or no sending off, they, they pulled up their socks and they went about their business. And they pulled out a win and they're back in a semi-final again, you know. And, you know, it's only two years ago this Pats team had Bray on the rack in a semi-final. Yeah. You know, it, it has the makings of a great game. Yeah. Again, you know, it, look, it's hard on Airog. They've had their injuries. They've, you know, it's been a tough year on them up there. Again, it was just little things let them down, you know. Mm. When, the, when the screw was turning, they didn't, you know, as the fella said, they didn't put their foot on Pat's throw yeah. and hold on it. You know what I mean? When they had him in trouble, they didn't do it. You know, again, they took off. They put Anto Burney in full forward. We said in the commentary, we wondered what they were doing. The next thing he bangs a ball in the back of the net. I still think once Billy went off, they had to bring him back out to win ball and run at Pat's, try and get a few frees. Yeah. You know, Daniel Salmon going off. John Connor stormed into the game. Yeah. He really had his hands full with him. Just little things. And again, you know, it's easy to see where we were. And say you should have done X, Y, or Z. But again, as I said, look, the sending off had a spare. And any team goes down a man in the quarter final of a hurling match, 
has its bearing on the game and that's and that's just it. But Pats are back in a semi final. Looking forward. Yeah, playing for playing Bray of course after the uh, the draw from the plastic cups brought out the uh, the pairing of Carnew and Danili and Bray and Pats. Um Sunday for Sunday week, twenty second of, of September. Feast of Hurling. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend of Hurling now, the yeah. junior finals and, and that coming up. So that that'll be a an interesting Sunday. And it's good to see it's probably brought forward a little bit as well. I know I'm very quick to have it's good to see the hurling on a little bit earlier as well, to be fair, because you know, once it gets into October and late October, it's very hard to have good dry pitches and, you know, not a gale force wind somewhere. But like it's good to see those matches being played off and you know, they'll be over by the middle of September, all the the junior and intermediate and that's good, like it's it's great to see it. Yeah, yeah. We're being infested with, with flies here, so we are in the in the headquarters. But uh we move on to Junior B. Um there was two games on on Sunday in Ockram. We start with uh, I suppose the, the game in the after, in the afternoon there Ockram three sixteen to five point winners over Aerog. A great performance from uh, from Ockram. I suppose we're looking at it there's a couple of players really stood out and they're senior standard hurlers really aren't they? Yeah but you're looking it's you know it's less than twelve months ago Robert Lambert was was playing in a county final for Carnew. You know, I mean, like he's a senior hurler all day long. But look, Akram, you know, they struggled a little bit getting their feet on the ground in the early parts of the league or whatever. But they've really come to now and, you know, they're in this junior B final. Again, they just they just took the game by storm, to be fair. Um, then Airog no answer to him at any stage. Lot of strong, the two Lamberts in particular, very strong, you know, all around the field. They just look to have the edge on them. And, you know, look... They've done an awful lot of work down there ever since, you know, they went to the failure with Luca Tools. A lot of Akram chaps have come through on that. And, you know, a fella said to me, you know, there was a lot of talk, you know, about, you know, Robert not being able to play with Carnew and because Akram set up at club and different things. And, but, you know, a fella said to me, like, why should we keep producing youngsters to send them somewhere else? Yeah. At some stage, we're going to have to set up our own. You know, we can't just keep producing them and letting them go. And look... They're only in the final. They haven't won it yet. The rocks are there, waiting for them. But you know, it's it's a good start, and they look really strong at the minute. And I, I suppose the free taker, um, um, Connor Connolly, great Very performance good. from Connor Connolly as well. Yeah, look again all over the field. They had you know they had men standing up. They were strong defensively as well. Look. They were a real co of a junior team after a very good junior team at the minute. You know, they're very strong down the middle. You know, they have a couple of good hurlers that they seem to know how to get the ball to, which is a big thing. And again, they have a bit of a panel built up there now as well. So look at it. It's good days for Ockram there at the minute. Yeah, good days for Ockram. Um, 3-16 to 5 winners, as we said. They're going to play Arthur Rocks in the final. The Rocks won 16 to 2 eight winners over Danili. On uh, Sunday morning, Jason Redmond with seven points, a good selection from Freeze with Danny Kern with a goal. Um, he got the the goal for the Rocks. Danini tried to stay in touch with them, but the Rocks just had that little extra to get over the line. Yeah, they're a little bit stronger all over the field, I suppose. And and again, Glenelli have probably suffered the suffered the effects of you know their seniors getting a few injuries early on their intermediates you know yourself and it's been a knock-on effect for them but like uh the rocks there jason redmond again danny Curran, evergreen you know i don't know what age danny is now i'm not going to even attempt to go there because i insult him but what a man you know he's he's given his life to our club there he, he's been 
un- unbelievable down there like one tree you know again, what more can you say about the man I mean it'll be great to see him back in the junior final again and you know they'll go head to head with this with this um, Ockram team again it should be a good final I don't think the Rocks will buckle you know Ockram look strong but I don't think this Rocks team will buckle you know they're, they're solid all over the field and you know, they've stood up to Glen Ely now in a semi-final. They won't fear what Hockram have to bring. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's going to be on Saturday the 21st. Uh, that'll be an interesting battle. There's a feast of hurling on that weekend. We've the Junior A final as well. That involves Kiltegan and um, that is Kiltegan and Bray Emmett's in the Junior A final. Yeah, yeah, as well. So, you know, I think it's a very strong Kiltegan team as well. I think there's a lot of older stagers there as well. So, yeah, um, look, yeah. the... It'll be it'll be a real feast of hurling on the day. So it will be going to we'll be bring the sandwiches. It'll be great, <laughs> definitely. We'll be camped <laughs> in the press box for the weekend. So that's um, that's the end of of the hurling there for the the, the weekend. Of course, we've next week we'll have a preview of the the two finals and the two semi finals. But that's the end of of the hurling there for the moment. We will take a quick little break there, and we'll be back to you in uh, about a minute. Murphy Liquidation Furniture, the store that saves you more on beds, mattresses, sofas, furniture and rugs. MurphyLiquidationFurniture.ie Winners Enclosure Bookmakers, your local independent bookmaker. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat and Instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds. Phone us on 1890-429-863. Murphy Liquidation Furniture, the store that saves you more on beds, mattresses, sofas, furniture and rugs. MurphyLiquidationFurniture.ie With Murphy Liquidation Furniture, the store that saves you more. With stores in Tala, Nace, Bunclody, Carlo, Gorey and Wexford Town. With Murphy Liquidation Furniture, new stock arriving each week in all six stores. MurphyLiquidationFurniture.ie for more. With Murphy Liquidation Furniture, new stock arriving weekly. View in store today with no pre-order required. MurphyLiquidationFurniture.ie for more. So welcome back. We have a. Um, I forgot to mention so we have a competition tonight as well. I'm very sorry, I forgot to mention this. Uh, Alan is on his way in now in a few minutes, but we have a free ten euro bet from Winners Enclosure for Carnew to win the match with Cool Keno this weekend on Saturday. Double minus five points on Ratnew to win the senior game on Sunday. That's at seven to two from Winners Enclosure bookmakers. You can send your name to 0861797875 and we'll announce a winner at the end of the show so that's 0861797875 um I suppose that's just news going around now just a meeting next week for the county board to announce a new Wicklow senior football manager not in place by the quarterfinals as was to be expected but there's a few names floating around the the uh, echelons there John yeah I suppose we've all been uh to speculate who's in and who's out and it's a, as usual with these things you know no 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 story is a bad story we've probably thrown out every name in the county at some point but uh, you know it seems to be starting to whittle itself down and um, we martin fitz was in here with us a few weeks ago and the, the stated aim was to have somebody in place for the quarterfinals of the, the championship which um 
if if the rumours are believed or announcements coming fairly soon, um, I suppose just on that before we went to the names, that we were all discussing that. Like, I mean, they haven't been placed before the quarterfinals. We wondered was that going to, you know, is that going to rule out one of the, the club managers then? Like, I mean, because it's very difficult to go to a club manager and say are you interested in the county job and are still in the quarterfinal senior or intermediate football. But, um, so, uh, yeah, I suppose like I mean, we, you know, the names we've all discussed, Gail. Don was he interested? You know, Casey would Casey be interested? Probably falls into that. Uh, you know, the the, the category you just discussed about being still involved as club team. Um, but you know, it, it looks. Uh, I've heard a lot about Val Andrews now. The last few days, you know, is he the front, the front runner? But look, we we don't know still. Like, but like, I mean, Val Andrews had a, he had a great run with Cavan a number of years ago. I don't know what he's been doing since now. I, do, I, do, I, do I think he things. managed Dublin Juniors at one stage. I've seen his his CV. He's managed Dublin Miners. Dublin Juniors, he's managed Cavan, managed Loud. I think he done he did with IT Tralee. Um and I think he was he involved with Ballymon Kickham's there at one stage yeah, in the yeah, club yeah, championship. I'm not sure, yeah. Um look, I, I probably don't know a whole lot about Van Andrews really, but other than that just what he knew. But um look, it's interesting times. I don't know. I'd like to know what Val Andrews is doing the last few years, you know. I but look, he's been interviewed by a very a very good panel we all said that previously and they know a lot more than we do, like you know, but look maybe my initial thoughts on that would be, you know, what he's been doing the last couple of years. Run with Cabin was great, but that's 10 years ago, you know. We'll find out now. Wikipedia would be great for this sort of stuff now. Go for it from Wikipedia. Um, there's nothing in, in nothing recent times. Um, he managed Dublin Junior Footballers in 2007, Dublin Miners 2010. Uh, he's a, a lecturer in, in IT Blanchardstown. Uh, managed Loudon Cavan. He managed IT Tralee to Sigerson Cup success in 98. Um Managed Leinster in the Railway Cup in 2005-2006 and won both of them. And he went, he tried to become chairman of Dublin County Board a few years ago as well. So I don't know. I thought he was at Ballymun for some reason, but I don't see anything there on, on that now. Yeah, well, I suppose as a lecturer, he's probably coming to the right place anyway to test <laughs> his lecture skills. Again, look, we, we had kind of alluded to it earlier in earlier programmes. I think it was all very well to announce that you'd have someone in place by by the quarter final, I, I think it has possibly put the kibosh on, on the local lad getting it, mm. whoever it might have been. You know, as we talk, we spoke about Casey's and all these. We spoke about Gail. Look at you know Gail, Harry, Harry. You know, Harry. we you know we mentioned yeah, all the names. Yeah. You know, like and again, it possibly ruled all those lads out by doing that, which it shouldn't have had. If it was going to be local, they could have just said, you know, we'll announce it at the end of the championship. This man will know his stuff, don't worry. You know, the local lads know enough about what's going on inside the ground. Again, Val Andrews, look, as, as we said, you know, I said it to the lads here earlier. It's, again, it's a name. It's a it's a relatively big name. As John said, what has he been doing, you know? Of all the names that rattle through, it doesn't overly excite me now. And maybe I'm being, I'm, I'm being a bit harsh there. I'd look, he come in. What I do know from him, he's a fairly outspoken character, I think. You know, everyone involved will have to have their ducks in a row or he'll be letting them know he shoots fairly from the hip, I think, you know. And again, maybe that's no harm. Mm-hmm. He'll bring in that, that bit of, you know, that bit of spice that's needed. It'll pull everyone in line from the top down. And look, it's it's, it's he seems, according to all reports now, to be the front runner here. Yeah, he seems to be. I suppose there's a couple of, there's one more candidate touted to be interviewed. But uh, we haven't heard any more of that. So Thursday, Tuesday night, I think there's going to be some sort of an announcement made. 
Uh, I think the, I don't know if it's going to be uh, going forward for ratification or a suggestion. I put suppose forward. all eyes will be out for to see is Val Andrews at the quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's the Italian sign. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a fairly big pointer if he is. So we may have put our scouts around talking yeah. into their collars and see. He'd have his sunglasses and a sombrero <laughs> on or something. There's a disguise. You know, but because a lot of people are going to know what he looks like. I mean, like two years ago, we all kind of knew what Johnny Evans looked like because he'd been on the circuit. He'd been around. We all. He he wasn't hard to spot at the qualifiers. I remember him knocking around the qualifiers a couple of years ago, but. Uh, There'll be a lot of people doing what you're doing now on Wikipedia to try to see what it's <laughs> It's the first thing to come up on Google there, so it did, yeah. But uh, that's, I suppose, that's the talk at the moment, and that's what we are uh, are hearing. Uh, but I suppose we advertised earlier, we were going to discuss Team of the Year. I suppose Alan would love to be here for this, so we're going to, we'll, we'll discuss, start discussing it now, and uh, I'm sure he'll arrive pretty, pretty soon. Our Team of the Year for the group stage of the Championship so far we have 16 players for 15 positions. Um, I'll call it out here. Tease. In goal, we have Stephen Kitt from Blessington. Shane Murley from Pats, uh, cornerback. Michael Byrne from Tinnahili and Jamie Snell. We have Andy Marr, Owen Baker and Paddy O'Kane in the half-back line. Um, we have a few to mention there as well that were different areas. We'll go through the players that were mentioned afterwards. We have James Stafford and Dean Healy in midfield. A half forward line of Connor Byrne from Avondale, Padge McWalter from Pats, and we couldn't separate these two. We have Nicky Myrna and Patrick O'Connor from Blessington uh, got double votes, and we have Owen Darcy, Shawnee Furlong, and Tommy Kelly in an almost unanimous full forward position, full forward line. As Alan walks through the door and they're ready to discuss. The team of the year, the happy face on him. So that's the uh, that's the team as voted for by the four of us. We have had a few conversations on it. There's a few players are also that we just sort of have to mention that were in the running. We had a Shane Doyle from Pats and Kenneth Turner were mentioned in goal. We had Tom Marr mentioned in the uh, full back line. We had. Willie Quayle, Mark Baker, JT Hayden, John Crow, and Kevin Hanlon in the halfback line. Chris O'Brien and Keane Tyrrell in midfield, and Eddie Doyle and Philip Healy also got nominations in the full forward line. John, your thoughts on on the team? Yeah, like I mean, it was good crack doing it. Like I mean, I suppose we were, uh, you know, you're you're really looking for the lads that have played and are consistent and 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 have performed. And like I mean, I, what I love about the team is that there's some of the unsung heroes there. Like I mean, there's some of the leading lights are in, and you know they get plenty of the limelight. And you know, but I love the fact that there's some of the guys that have just turned up for their clubs. They're you know hardy, hardy lads that do it every year and might get on the county teams and. You know, might get some of the recognition. And that's what I loved about, it and that's what I found enjoyable, enjoyable about. It. Because there's a lot of lads have had an, a, an outstanding group phase. You know, and this is their. You know, this is those guys that are discussed all over the country when they're talking about. You know, uh, how the club game is struggling when when uh, inter county football is taking over and all this sort of stuff. And I found it really interesting from that point of view, just as a broad statement. The whole thing. I, I found it interesting for that. There's great guys there that are. You know, they won't they won't be in the headlines now when the county matches come around. So I really enjoyed it from that point of view. Yeah, and Davis, your uh, your thoughts. Yeah, look, as I said, it was it was good crack doing it. You know, um, we've tried to be as even and as fair enough. You know, lads catch your eye. I suppose over the course of it, we've seen a lot of matches over the course of the group stages. To be fair, and you know, look, there'll be fellas there. Be wondering why they're not on it. I suppose there'll be different fellas. 
you know. And I suppose we have to say at this point as well, like we picked what we thought was the best full best players in each position, you know, and in the full back line we were almost unanimous in in three three players like and you know we as we said we've we, Tom Marr mentioned there he got a couple of votes like but we nearly had it like as a you know so there is players that played very well in the full back line yeah yeah look as we said look it's consistent performances yeah. as well to be fair like it and you know I suppose that's what you're looking for that's what any county manager that comes in will be looking for is the lad that's day in day out you know we we can all have the forward that'll rattle one three rattle one four and 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 be the hero for one day but you know consistent consistency is what you're looking for and look I think it I think it's a fair reflection the team is actually a fair reflection on on the group stages as they went Alan you're uh, after arriving there yeah, after seeing the team for the first time I am yeah sorry lads I was held up there Alan's, Alan's hugely disappointed now Patrick O'Rourke's not in five of those positions it was difficult to well actually <laughs> believe or believe it not John he wasn't on anywhere in my own team now, I don't though, believe that. Well, I don't you believe, believe it. it because even though I sang his... He had a man of the match for seven oh, matches. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was like a match. He didn't produce for a man of the match. Yeah. Any of them. So <laughs> I had to shy away from them. No disrespect to you there, Paddy. But, um, <laughs> no, it was, it was great to peak it now. And I know we only done the senior ones. We hadn't couldn't go with intermediate. We couldn't go with junior A. And like it was just too time-consuming. But we might do something else further down the long, long line. Um, but it's great to see some of the and on the county team and I think it's great you know some of them that are getting that don't get looking um, through I don't know no fault of their own or whatever like some of them have been there coming up through it like um, like one lad that, that is on the county team and is our leader is Dean Healy and lads are saying that he wasn't he's not performing enough or he's not stepping up to the play enough on some of the matches I know you disagreed with some of these lads at different times in different games and the reason was because the, the Pats team is a fair unit now you know, and they're not solely relying on one man. You know, and well, don't say one man's wrong. Like even even like Stephen Duffy, they're not really relying on him as much because they're, everyone is up to the same level. Like they're working as a unit. We we said how well they work together, and that's just hitting on the likes of Pats. Um, like Stephen King goal. I think he's he's absolutely immense now. He he just got in there. I say with the. He got in, yeah, he got in two votes to one over Shane. Well, one vote for Shane, one vote for Ken Turner, and two for Stephen yeah. Kate, like, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I know, I said, just one thing I want to mention, because John had talked about it, like, if it was one outstanding keeper in all grades at the minute, we'd have Laurie Cullen in it. And because yeah. we had said it, like, the, the saves this man has pulled off are absolutely unreal. Now, he he has. And like, his kick out might let him down a little bit, but... Other than that, he has kept him in so many games, but that's getting away from what we're at the moment in hand. But the full forward line there, lads, it, it's just if you were anywhere in the full back line, anywhere in any county, I think the three of them on you at the minute, the way they're playing, they're just their top drawer. And like poor old Ross Davis never got a look in, you know, and he was he was very, very good. Like that's just to mention one lad, you know. Um, well, like as they're saying, it, like two of the players in the full forwarding got four votes, and one lad got three votes. And Philip Healy was the red to got a vote. Yeah. So that's like four players voted for, you know, yeah. the, the three lads were fairly unanimous, like, you know. Yeah. But it's no, hard to take the headlines away from them. You know, like Charlie Farron scoring a couple of goals a game and Owen Darcy winning games for Tinny Healy and Tommy Kelly. Every top score every game goes out and, yeah, and like putting on one, a show. Another one, yeah, like you feel upset for Ken Turner. Like, I think he played three games out of five and he was absolutely yeah. He was amazing. Yeah. Like, he got saves again, he pulled off for top, top drawer. Like, in one of the games, again, I think it was again Kiltegan, he was on one leg. I'd like, say if he played the five and kept the standard he was at, he probably would have He probably would have got in there. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have walked away, but I think there was some great goalie performances over. Stephen Kitt was excellent. 
know, Shane Doyle for, for Pat's yeah. Turner was he's also some great I don't think he would walk, but I think if he played the five he probably would have he probably would have would have would have picked in at the post. Yeah, right? but look it'd be a great pick picking anyway. You know? Um There's probably like you could nearly categorise lads there. There's lads there that might not ever quite get to the county panel. There's lads there that have had their day. Uh, there's a couple of lads there in that team that, you know, Val, Val Andrews, whoever it is coming in, if it's uh, you know, we talked about it, don't we? <laughs> you know, whoever it is that's coming in there should be absolutely like Andy Marr, I think, is is a shoe in to any county panel at wherever it starts. But Baker has to be has to be given a look in. Uh, you know, Connor Byrne needs a resurgence there, but for what? sure. But the one there that's look at, you know, Tommy Kelly should be on speed though. Yeah. You know, and it's not a shoe either. Like we Tommy, sure. like there's, there's a difference. There's a step up now from senior to to Peter County, like. But. And this is no disrespect to him, and, and I'd say he's probably in the running for player of the year with the county, um, and that's Dara Fitz. He, he was on none of our teams. And now that's not, not saying anything bad about Dara, he just, he just hasn't... He kind of quiet, quiet, quiet campaign, first game he went off after a minute injured, you know, and like he might be carrying a bit of a knock. He was back at wing back the last day that we saw him, um, again, Paddy O'Rourke, he had, a, he had a great game there, he did, but like you need more than one good game to... Get you on the old team. So, well, yeah. So we we'll see. Like we, we're going to look at the, the rest of it now. The rest of the, the game. So to the final, and we'll see. Do do the change. Yeah. So that that's the team at the moment yeah. of the year. Um, you know, as we said, most of them lads are, are going. To, are they all going? No, Shawnee Farnham isn't going through to the next stage. But most of the others, everyone else is going through. Everyone to else the, has a game left. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's uh, that's to be decided then as we as we keep going. Well, there's one place up for grabs there now, so pull up your socks. Well, there's a there's a battle there for the the last wing spot, wing forward uh, spot. Nicky Murn and Patrick Connor getting two votes each in in that position. So uh, yeah, just up for grabs. We move on to the games uh, coming up this week in the uh, in the championship. Um, we have senior, intermediate. I suppose we start with the, with the big games in the senior that's on uh, on Sunday. I suppose we have uh, Tinahili and Blessington. It's going to be a, a, a big game for both teams. They haven't... I think it's a couple of games in history back in the 80s, I think Tinahili edged them, but uh, it's going to be a tough battle for both, seed, both, both sides. Yeah, this is going to be a fair... It is going to be a good battle. Um, it's going to be... Their line's kind of similar to, the, to um, Blessington, only Blessington probably have a, a bigger team. But to play kind of similar football, like Tinny Healy are going to be up again. It's like I say, that's what I'm hitting on the Irlands that they were up again against the Irlands. And I think they're, they're going up another rung of the ladder now again, again, blessing them. They're in a good good spot. And um, just monitoring a few teams around the county at the minute, won't say what they're doing, but they're playing very high quality practice matches. And that's what they need to be doing at this if they're going to try to win anything, you know. And it's good to see like they're all going out around the county to get different games and they're, they're, they're performing right, they're scoring well again, you know. and. Um, as far as I know, I think um, Blessington are injury free. I'm not 100 percent sure about Kenny Healy, but um, they did get uh, Paddy O'Rourke's uh, red car rescinded, so to have him back, which is a, a major plus to them. Um, so I think it, it, it's, it's up for a good game. Um, I think Anthony Nolan's man in the middle, is, and he'd be well up for the challenge. Yeah, look, it's it's going to be a real. I think this is going to be a cracking game. I think you know they're two real football teams. I think. Anthony Referina will just compliment that to be honest. I think the two of them are going to go, you know, hammer and tongs. Look, we none of us can predict the weather, but a good fine day and these two teams should serve up a real cracker. I think um 
you know, it'll be interesting for me to see. We've, we've spoke about blessing, and I think we said in one of the early podcasts, this is the time of the year sometimes the struggle. You know, I think I said it actually, but, you know, and it'll be just interesting for me to see how they come back from that Pats match. Now, I know we, we're all talking, look, Pats have... Pats have been a step above anything up until this point, but I, I just I just like to see how they come back. Like a, you know, they just looked like Pats sucked the life out of them that day. To be honest, they, you know, did no answer, did no real way of breaking them down. I know Tinny Healy will be a different animal, but you know, I think if 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 Tinny Healy are to pull a big shock, this Tinny Healy team, and they've done, we've asked questions of them all along through the group. You know, every day was a test. We said every day, like they've answered a lot of them. To be fair, you know, they've came through. Little bit of a blip again to Jers the last day. Had, missing a few players, you know, they'll be back from injury, you know, they'll have got game time into into Brian Walsh, into Willie Dillon, they'll have got game time back into Rory Stokes in the last couple of weeks. He was missing as well. You know, they're big players for Tinny Healy. You know, Owen Bourne, like Owen Bourne, you know what I mean? Like so so they're big players for Tinny Healy, and I think Tinny Healy'd have a right good crack at this. I I fancy Tinny Healy to, to come in with his squeak in this to be honest. Yeah, um, <coughs> I suppose Blessenden, like, I mean, look, the the big challenge for Blessenden every year, they are an outstanding senior team. The big challenge for them is when they come up against the top two, top three, Bolton Glass when they were in form a few years ago. You know, Brat New, Pats, they're the, they're the three hills they have to get over, the three obstacles they have to get over every year because they are so well capable of beating anybody that's not at the, the top of their game. It's just those, you know, and... This this is a test for them now, right? We've got the young guns and Tina Healy in the sense that they're just up. We've all spoken about it. They're well managed. They're good footballers. But blessing of every line covered, they have, you know, they've always got fabulous looking footballers. I kind of look, I don't take a lot from the challenges. Look, it's great. You want to play the challenges, they're going to Kildare or wherever it is that they're playing. Like, but blessing can do that to you. Blessing can do that to you. You know, blessing can go up there and play a team from Dublin on a Sunday morning behind closed doors and put in a serious bloody performance, right? This is this is the sort of test now that they have to go out and impose themselves on the game, bring personality, bring you know, bring a bit of arrogance, bring a bit of a, a bit of aggression, go out there, impose themselves on it, and just put Tin Healy away. And that's the test that I don't know if they're if they're able for it. Like I mean, the, the Pats game the last day, you know, they just the life was sucked out of them. They were, you know, they, they kinda had their chest out, they they huffed, they puffed, but they just didn't really you know they were they were blown away ultimately. Are Tinny Healy up to that level at that patch? Right? I don't think so. But Tinny Healy are a serious, serious proposition for them. You know, as we said, they're well managed. You know, mentally, psych- psychologically, they're they're in a good place. Like you know, so I think it's a huge challenge for them. I think, you know, I I, I would probably say Blessing should be going in as the favourites. You know, lukewarm favourites on it, and they have to live up to that now. Um, I'm not so sure they will though. Yeah, it's the first time these teams have met since. Um in the quarterfinals, right, since 1982, Tinhili won that one after a replay, so we, that's a, a bit of a, a stat as well. A few of the faces have changed. Yeah, since yeah. yeah. not them still <laughs> <laughs> But uh, where does you see the, the key battles in this one now that's coming up? Um, well, <clears throat> one thing is, uh, he's going to come to matchups, right? Um, if if Blessington step up to the mark in the middle of the field, Tinhili are in bother because the height of them, they're huge. They are huge. Like, you're talking Trek, you're talking... Oh, and Joe, um, one of the McLaughlin's, if they're going to be in there, we don't know. But, like, if only then to try field with them, um, you have Brian Walsh. That would be cute enough. You know, Willie Dillon there, he'll be cute enough, but he just, 
if the right ball has got, got, got to the guys in the, in the air, he'd be under pressure. Okay, but when he, that's what like, I mean. I was hugely disappointed with it. Like, we look, we've talked with the Patsing so much, and I know yeah. Preston would love another crack at it. And I know yeah. it's one of those days that you say to yourself, if we could play that game again, I'd, I'd do it twice over, regardless of how many legs are. I know that. But to, to nitpick on one thing, their midfield performance is shocking. Midfield is there, you know, if you have 20 points Should be game, their platform. It should be. If you have 20 points in a game and you have 15 wides, that's 35 kickouts. We said it the last day. Both keepers went along with them and their midfield performance was absolutely shocking. So, yeah, okay, they should and they could and they would and all of that, but will they is a question. And Pats are not a massive team around the middle and didn't give them a sniff. No. You know what I mean? And that's and I'm sure, like, you know, we, we've spoke at length before about Alan Costello and, and his attention to detail and... I'm sure he studied that inside out, that that video. You know what I mean? I'm sure he's going to have yeah. Patrick Walter landing on the sixty, the, the far sixty meter line, and him winning them again. You know, yeah, you know, that, and look, he'll have his homework. But again, you know, as you look, if they get, if those men turn up, if those men win those kickouts, yeah, Tina Healy are in serious bother. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, would a fool keep kicking it down on top of them if you were from Tina Healy? Then that's the other way you have to look at. You know, you know, if you can't, if you can't go through a lad you may go around them you know what I mean like and that's that's the way I like you know this Tinny Healy team will be well schooled on what to do like we've seen we've seen them against Kiltegan with the Shawnee thing you know Brahman straight back even against the wind didn't care how it looked or what anyone thought they had their plan they went with it and that's one thing about them they will have a plan for this as well yeah like you're, you're one that doesn't get enough mention sometimes Stop, stop watching. <laughs> yeah, stop watching. Um, yeah, is uh, Barry Murphy. The, the runs he makes out yeah. so deep in his defence. Um, if it was me, the lad I put on would be Willie Quayle. Let him run with him. Let him go up the field. If you get a counter-attack then, Willie Quayle will be up the field like a rocket. Then Barry knows he has to plant this seed in his head that, you know, I can't go up the field. If I go past my halfway line again, we're in trouble. Now, I don't know what else, that's going to happen. Like, then, equally so, at the other side, you have, to, or you have Jack Cotter as well. Uh, like to help as well. Very good wing back, having a very good year there. He was you actually know. in discussion for a while and on yeah. our team of the year as well. And like these, these are smaller lads in the team. We're talking about that, and we're talking about the size that blessing they bring. But the smaller lads as well, like Daniel Wacker. Like Wacker's having a very, very good season. He's done very, very good, well with the county. You know, when he got a look in, then he was sometimes in my book he was took off a little bit harshly. Some days he was, but for the any for the 40, 50 minutes any match he was in in the county. He works so, so hard. And he is this year as well. If there's one thing letting him down, maybe his shooting is a little bit off, but he's still creating the chances and he's not afraid to shoot. You know? And like that's the saying on the blessing side of it. I think, I think as well on the blessing side, like, I mean, they, they, they started off again, uh, Pats and they brought Curtis Gary out to the half forward line. He was completely anonymous there. Like, I mean, they, they probably have to just, like, Curtis's spot is on the, on the small square. He goes in against our man so far there, Michael Byrne. You talked about matchups and that, but, you know, you have to, to put your right man in the right spot and Curtis Garrity if you're going to get an hour out of him it's, it's in a full forward if you're going to get 45 it's in a full forward and, you know that would be a right little battle there Michael Byrne and him going at it and see, see who comes out the better now yeah um, then you, you go for, like if you start Tony Darcy I, I think he has to start um, ah, yeah. with the games he's having like I know he hasn't been fit some of the games and he brought him in but I, I'd like to actually go back through my records and see any of the games he's come on and or started in I'd say he's one of their top scorers Oh yeah, every day, every like he you seems know, to be. You know, even when he comes in, he seems to, he seems to be nabbing three or four points no matter what. You know, yeah. he, you know, he's he's been right bang there with with our top the performance. Like, he, he should he should be in discussion for our team of the year. Yeah. Only the three lads we picked were yeah. unanimous. Like you know, he was 
he's been that good for them. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he, he really, really has. But then he's going to come up to like who, who if he starts, who's going to take him? Like then you're Rory Stokes to, to come in. Like if if he's fit, I, I actually don't know um, if he is or he isn't. Um, and the same on Burn, I don't know either. Like uh, there, Alan, you may forget about Alan Dillon. He's gone for the year, and that's a massive loss to them. He is a massive loss. He is, but he's been gone all year. Oh, Another way, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. it, like, it didn't just happen the last yeah. game. So, like, we look absolutely, and every club in the county would want him for sure. Like, but he's been gone all year. So, yeah. like, we'd have dealt with that. They're at peace with it. Like, I would say, you know, so it, you know, it's, it's it's not something that they're that yeah. they're staying up at night about. Going. But one of the biggest, I think, of the biggest players that Tinny Hilly have at the minute, and is trying to get him, is Stephen Dillon. I just, I sing his praises the whole time, even off off air. I just, his work ethic for a team. He spring, he's not, wouldn't be the one to call his lads, but he, he's a ball winner, he's a worker, and he pop up and he nearly always gets you one to one, something like that, you know, like up, up to this, he's been immense. He, he's been carrying a knock or two as well, um, just because he's always in them titles, you know, he'll always go his body in, he knows how to do it, lives on the edge a little bit, but cool, that's what you love about that, you know what I mean, you know, but he, he doesn't live on the dirty end, he lives on the tough end of it, like, you know. Yeah, and, and he mix it up, and I think he's, he's one of their big leaders. Like, yeah, no, that's that's a fair assessment on, on Stephen. There, um, we we move on to the next game. There, we we've Rat New and Avonale to discuss as well. Just before we do that, we'll just go back. We have a bet available uh, to you. It's Carnew to win the intermediate match on Saturday with Cool Keno. Dublin to be to win uh, the Ireland minus five points on Saturday and Ratnew to beat Avondale on Sunday. Just text your name to 0861797875 if you have a chance to win that competition. So that's thanks to our friends and winners enclosure. That's 0861797875. We move on to the game on Sunday now, or the Sunday evening, sorry, at quarter past five. Ratnew and Avondale, another game that's all, to the, all there for... Uh, could be there for Avondale. Um, it it's going to come down to the start. If if Avondale come out of the traps and go at them and try get a few pounding scores on the board, I think they'd be definitely they'd be definitely in the run here. Do not get if if they let Ragnew drag you into a dogfight, uh, and that's what I, I presume they will try to do because like Ragnew can play football with the best of them, but if they drag you into a dogfight, there'll be one winner, and all in on be one. And I just think if some of the big lads turn up for for Avondale, and I, they possibly could now. I, I think the weather will have a big bearing on it. If it's a dry day, I think it might so Avondale a little bit more and um, get their footballers going. Um, but I just I'm, I'm looking forward to this now. I really am for matchups as well. I'm looking forward to this game more than looking forward to the Lesnar Healy match. Not the truth. No. Um, I think this this could be a, a big one for the books. Yeah, I, I'd probably. Disagree with one of your statements. I'm not being smart. It's not about the start. Yeah, it's not about the start. It's about the end. Because, like, I mean, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to be, if if, if Avondale are going to do anything here, they're going to have to beat Ratnew in the 67th minute. Like, I mean, and that, we know that for so long. Yes, of course, you need a good start. You want to get if you if you're if you don't have a good start, you're bet from the start. But it, it very much this is about the end. They can play in until the 67th minute to beat because we know that they're not gone until they're, you know, six foot under. So, um, it's. It's a tough one, like I mean, you know, we, we've probably I've probably looked at Ratnew over the years, and sometimes they can be a bit indifferent in the group stages, you know. And they weren't this year, but it, they can be, they can kind of just amble through the group stages sometimes, and they're a bit, you know, ah, sure, look, it could be all right. But then you get to the knockout, and you know, it's game on. If they can, you know, the the antennae are up, and they're 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 ready for they're ready for a battle, like you know. So look, it's 
For me, it's probably hard to see Avondale coming out of this. I know they've had a great season. Um, maybe, you know, a, they've lost Ross O'Brien. A, probably a possible weak link. They're early in the championship for Ratnew as a half-back line. They had a couple of young lads, Jemison and Manley at the wing-backs who played through the league, but that's been strengthened up quite a bit now. Or the cabinet's there, Gary Burns there, you know. Um, yeah, but you have Jody back there as well, and you've Hayden had to come in the last day as well. So, like, as you say, like, uh, as Emmett says about Glenn Ely, they always time their run well. Like, they're still unbeaten. Yeah, absolutely. Are, yeah. You know, like, Not as they didn't amble through the group. No, no, they're no, good, they're they good on group like, stage yeah, this year. Like, they're, like, they're, they're trundling on grand there, and, like, they're, they're hungry. They, they, they want this cup. They mm-hmm. want this cup. They, and there's only one team they want to play in the final, and that's Pats. There's no doubt about it. They want to go back to a retribution over last year, you know, like getting going to the draw um, and getting back in the replay. And that's that's what they're looking at. Like, and that's fair enough. That they've been held, held on with for long enough down there and they want to back. Yeah, I, I disagree with the two years. I think the middle is going to be the most important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only cutting, I'm only No, look, as you said, Alan, you know, the start is going to be so important for Avondale, and it is going to be important. And as John said as well, like, you know, the end is as, as important. But I, I just think, you know, Avondale do need hit, to hit the ground running here. They need to, to really put it up to them. They need to get their running game going, their forwards running at Ratnew. You know, they need to start drawing fouls early if they can. You know, we've all seen how they move. When they move, they're a serious proposition, to be fair. You know, the Bray game was just a joy to watch. We all talked, we gushed about it, you know, the first half, 2-8 to 4-8. I just think if you concede 2-8 in, in a half to, to Retinue, you're, not, you're going to get four points again. I'm like, you're not, you know, you know what I mean? You're just not going to, like, we're talking about the forwards here. Retinue, this is the first time, Ross O'Brien aside, this will be the first time this year Retinue will have everyone there. Yeah. You know, at a, like we've talked about time in their own, they're going to be at their strongest on Sunday, stronger than they've been all year. But you know, know, without Ross, obviously, like, but Ross is not going to be there this year. But this is as strong as they are, and they're coming into the stretch. You know, Leighton has came back, as you said, you know, Jody was on the panel there the last day. Yeah, all these lads, Warren Kavanagh's had a few knocks here and there. Mark He's back, back. Mark Doyle is back. You know what I mean? Like, the, you know, this, this is the big one. Like, You've, you've tried all year, like Avondale have had a really good year, we've spoke about, you know, this is the big one now. Group stages are f- all very well, you've got to where you need to be, but this is it now. This is championship, this is Ratnew. If there's any good time to get Ratnew, I think it's a quarterfinal. And that's being very honest. I think they've slipped in quarterfinals periodically. If they win their quarterfinal, they're nearly they're nearly nailed on to win a championship after. You know, we all say Pats are in the other side this time, it might be a little bit different. But you know, I just think this right new team at the minute will be a different animal Sunday than they've to be and look, we said it, they're unbeaten. You know, we we as you said, ambling through almost, you know. Yeah, went a man down again to Jerry's got a draw, went a man down, Ross gets injured again, Tinny Healy, win by a point. They come, that's just right new. You know, the next day they come out, we're we're looking, you know, Mark Doyle is not there. What you know, Leighton didn't appear. What are they going to do? Eddie Doyle kicks five points or six points from play. Do you know they just have lads that can do that? They have footballers. Like we all talk about the regression, we all talk about the way they play the game, they're hard nuts to crack, you know, they don't back down, but they have footballers. What do you do? Mark, you know, the, everyone on that new team can kick football, and like, everyone coming in can kick football, you know, the Brahim Sam O'Dowd, the Brahim Adi, like they're all, they always bring on a young lad as well, with a bit about them as well, you know, and I just think Avondale are just going to have to, they're going to have to tick so many boxes Sunday, 
You know, I've, I've looked at these haven't they're fantastic footballers you know, all over the field. They're fantastic football, but you know, it's not going to come down to, to slalom solo, solo runs on Sunday, it's not going to come down to cheeky sidesteps, it's going to come down to the pit of your stomach, exactly. And you're dead right, and it's not going to come down to as you say, not stylish football either, as you say, yeah. and do a little pirouette around the middle of the field, kick a ball off 30 yards and say, give it half of the back, get everything oil in your belly now, lads, step up, stand tall, tall, and, and go ahead. You know, yeah, and yeah. That's what going to take. yeah, and that and that for me, you know, and, and look as, as you said, like the start is so important. But I know if you're listening to this from Avondale, saying, "Jesus, what do they want from us?" Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like we're saying, the start is important, the middle is important, the end is important. But that's when you're playing right now. Every kick of the ball is important against them yeah, because they can turn you around in twenty seconds. You know, and you say you can't afford if you, if you get the start, and they have yeah. one or two of the games, and then they just go sleep. From for a ne- and next minute there's one one two or three scored again and all the hard work you've done in the first fifteen minutes yourself is undone and then you're back you're back to the wall and you're chasing the game again like like you can kick four points on the track against this right new team and one ball goes up and you're going to stick it in the roof of the net and yeah. you know and you could have owned the ball for ten minutes and, and that's the animal they are like and, and that's you have to be ready for that and that's why they're so good yeah you know, and that's why you know look at their record over the last fifteen years only you know and and look. That's why they are what they are. Yeah. And I, I, I think whoever's going to be winning at the end of the final whistle is going to going to win. Whoever's Thank leading Kevin. on scores, yes. that's what big I reckon. There from Kevin, that's big call. Yeah, yeah. Wonder yeah. what what, <laughs> what, what <laughs> price <laughs> would you get on that? No, we see what happens. <laughs> but the key battles here, I suppose, you're looking at the you're talking about the rat new backs there, like the Avondale's forwards are they're by no means low. No, they're not. Oh, um. You've, you've, you've probably the best man marker in the county, Jamie Snell. You know, so like, who does he take off? You could take any one of five, you know. Um, then you have Paul Merrigan as well. Very, very good. Uh, you'll have JT Hayes going to go back in centre, right? Who do they start? I think you started uh, young Ward centre forward last day. Is that right? Um, will he be there again? I don't know. Um, well, if one thing is he's going to have to run JT into the ground because if he's going to go physical with him, there's only one winner there. You know, because he's a big yeah, strong like, unit. Like, like, I mean, like, I suppose, you know, Warburton, looking at them this year, I would probably, I'd probably put Connor Burns at the yeah. board at the start. And just, like, being him, he's, he's had a great year. He's, you know, he's, he's a year older. Obviously, a couple of years older than he was. A couple of years ago, he was really... When he was first coming on the scene and he was, he was on the tip of it. Oh. <laughs> Foundation in the leaving job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do read their mask going. Uh, but uh, no, I look. I, I suppose yeah. Look, you're looking at the direct new backs markers. Uh, the the Avondale forwards have had a, a, a humdinger of a year. You know, maybe JT, like you say, you don't want to go arm wrestling with him or, or whatever. But uh, for sure, I'll get a, get someone with a bit of speed on him. Connor's a bit more experienced now. Could probably you know bring him to a few places around the pitch he hasn't been on, and, and see could you expose that. But you know. Um, it, it's hard to find weaknesses in in, in the backline of Rathnew even without without Ross there, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, other like there, the two wing forwards are going to go obviously with the two the two McGrainers, right? Um, I, I think this is a battle they could win with, with regards to kick out things like that if they get the right ball to them because um, like Warren won't be able to jump with them and either will Gary Warren if if for for Ariel. You know what I mean? But if they go and try to get into a battle with him, the two boys will win. 
They will. I think that like you'll and I'd be I'd be very surprised to see Warren and Gary Byrne stay at wing back. Like I mean, you want to get Connor and O'Shea McGrain are running back the way. Oh, I have one. I'm back. Get them running back. Away. Yeah. Get them back into their own half, own half back line. Yeah, but far know. away from that call because if anywhere if they're on on song anywhere from 40, 50 yards out, they pull the trigger. Where we know like like Connor's one of the one of the big heaps of the empty bit. He'll say the ball over 50, 60 yards. Yeah, but the, the only thing about that when we're talking kickouts there is, you know, Peter Dignam is not going to kick the ball down on those lads. No, he's not. Peter's going to be putting on top of James Stafford, but for all, you know, for all intensive yeah, purposes. But for their own kickout, they're going to have to come deep. Yeah. So that's nullifying. Another, fair enough, if they win it, yeah, it's great. But that's nullifying the threat, if you know what I mean. It, if they come too deep with it, Warren and Gary can sit back all day long. They can just back off them and say, look, you have five seconds to kick it wherever you want. If they land and keep running with it, that's another thing. You know? Yeah, basically, what he just said there is, oh, I'll just forget Ant and I said, right? Yeah, well. That's fair enough. Standard Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll move on there. Um, predictions on those two games, lads? John? Sully, you go first. <laughs> Again, uh, thanks for that. Um, no, look, uh, uh, on the Avondale Ratnew, I got. I I think it it'll be a good game. I think, but I just think Ratnew at this stage, I, it's very hard to look past them. I could have that shoved down my neck fairly quick. I don't know. I just think that you know, it's not going to be a big wide open game of football on Sunday. And as as I said, it's going to come down to small margins. And I think Ratnew are too good at small margins. I'll go right new in that one, and I'm going to call out Tina Healy for surprising the other one, to be honest. Surprising some people's books, that is. Yeah, I'm not going to be hollow. Probably just different in the game. I think Rat New will win convincingly, um, and I think Tina Healy might surprise Blessing. So you're not changing. <laughs> There's no different there at all. No, just in the, I, I think I think Rat New will win convincingly. Oh, convincingly. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Right them down here now. Yeah. I'm going to go Tin Healy. <coughs> um I think it's gonna to go to the wire. But I think Tin Healy in the end and I'm gonna go Avondale by two points. Two points. By two. He never does it ordinary, does he? He no. always has to put down his score difference or a man the match. He never does it out of normal. I'm going to lay box plan of the match here though, and I'm going to write it down myself. Oh Sunday evening. Because <laughs> 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 last time I done it, I gave Paddy Rope the trots. So <laughs> <laughs> I want him to have a good game this time. So that's the uh, see, senior. We move on to the intermediate. We have Carnew and Kulkeno on Saturday in Ockram at uh, 3 o'clock. John O'Brien's the man in the middle for that one. Kulkeno second in their group. Carnew third in theirs. This is a South Derby, South East Derby. Yeah, the same the same quarter final as last year. Um Carnew came out on top in that one. I think it was uh three six to one nine or something along those lines. Um again it was Carnew got goals that were the difference. I think on, on recent form I, I seen Kulkeno against Lara a little bit earlier in the year and I just thought they were a, a serious outfit to be honest. It was down in Arklaw, they really took Lara Sunder that night. I, I had him kind of touted as, you know, going well. But the last couple of matches, they seem to have the steam knocked out. Maybe I know there's a couple of injuries, a couple of lads missing. I don't think they can afford to have anyone missing on this panel. I think there's a... The big thing for me 
on Saturday is this match is in Ockram. And the big thing for me is i seen Cool Keno blown heavy against Kilmack. Now, for 20 minutes, they look really well defensively organised. They soaked up everything. But just coming to halftime, we were doing commentary as well. And Cool Keno started to blow. And they just hadn't they had nothing in the tank in the second half. And I think if Carnew were to get to them, and if Carnew, I think they need to keep keep their forwards wide and keep their movement fast and just test every test every ounce that Cool Kenna have. I think it's going to be it'll come down I think it'll come down to goals as well. You know, at the other end, can Carnew hold on Jackman? That's going to be the big question for me. You know, I think Carnew are well capable of getting their scores here, but holding Don Jackman is have we the physical presence to hold him if the ball, the right ball goes in there? I think we could be under pressure. It's going to take a massive, you know, a, a massive effort from the Carnew backs. Maybe they'll drop someone back there on him to to deal with him. I don't know. You know, again, Carnew have have a couple more than they had this time last year. You know, the, the, you've Brendan McRae back, you've Killian Gilling, you've Sean Murphy has come in there playing really well. You know, a few more options. They seem to have. A good level of options, especially in the forward line, something we never had in Carnew. And it'll, it'll, I think it'll be a cracker, but it'll come down to those two things. Can Cool Keno's legs hold out in the backs? And can Carnew deal with Don Jackman? And that to me is. is well, you've hit on just about everything there. He can find something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, this is, this is the biggest test. Now, we know Carnew have moved someone back into the back line the last few games, into the back line, and this is the biggest test. Because as I said, the, the high ball has been killing them going in there. Um, but like going back to the the Colkeno match again against Kilmack, the after forty minutes, as I said, Ben Jackman was born in serious island, mm. and because he was playing very well, like but they, I think every kick out, they, they had smothered him with every kick out. They, they wanted too much out of him. They're going to have to need someone else to step up. Like young Owen Dolan, the last two games, I think he's, played, he's been a little bit hard to buy. He started very very good this year, playing centre forward. I think it's a role he's really. He's really uh, fitting into it. But I, I don't mean this in a bad way, but I think the Anna Curry match took a lot out of them. Looking, looking at them after that, they, they looked a small bit tired. Um, because they were, it was the biggest test they got. And then, obviously, the bigger, the biggest the, the, the biggest test then was against Kilmack. And it just showed that if they had to come out in the second half and got the first few goal scores against Kilmack, they probably would have went on and won that. But we said, for the first 10 minutes, they threw everything they had at Kilmack. And got one score. They just could not, and that that was them. They were done. They were spent. They were just dead on their feet. They had nothing else to run with. They tried everything. They tried long balls in. They tried running in, and they just couldn't break them down. You know. Um. But on the Carnew side of it, look at their they're going along grand. Uh, we ran them into the ground a few times about not getting enough scores, not scoring enough points. They went out. They rattled off a few good scores there as of late. And. Um, um, Sean Murphy had a great game against the Cole, but they still hit Sean, isn't it? Yeah, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't get the win, but he, he was very good. That was his first start, I think, was it, in the championship? Second. Uh, second. He started against Stratford up in Kiltegan. It was a good test for him there again mm. against the Cole. Like, you know, it wasn't the result they wanted, but there for probably 50 minutes of the game, he was man of the match. And, and I just think as well with Carnew, you know, this time last year, Carnew had got on a run. In both codes, they went to the two finals. They were taking anything that was put to them. Do you know? I just think they're still a little bit hot and cold this year. And even the Kilcoal match, uh, like the first half, they done everything that was asked for them against the wind. It was, you know, you were going in saying everything was right. 
and the second half was like a different team came out you know it's just that and that was even in one match i just think their performances they're not as balanced at this time this year as they were last year and i think it just depends up on what depends on what can you show up yeah i, I think like what you said the two of you said was the stuff was knocked out it could have had a wee bit like Okay, they lost Santa Cora, but what they lost it against Santa Cora as well it was poor Colin Murray went off and hamstring and so did Connor Doyle. And like, uh, like so he says, you know, a team like uh, a team like Kilkenny, the squad they have, they can't lose two lads there off the front line. Um, uh, they can't lose two lads there off the front line, and then you know the, the squad is weak and that. I don't know if those two lads are back. It'll be a huge poor uh, Colin Murray and Connor Doyle. One or the other, I'm not sure. If, if if one or both of them was back, it would do an awful lot for them. All of a sudden, they've got, you know, they've got four or five forwards that really need to be looked after. We talked about Don, but like Ducky Walker, you know, you need to you need to be watching that lad for the full hour. You know, Owen Dolan's having a great year at centre centre forward himself and Park uh, Park Dorn would be a right battle if Park Dorn stays there, which I don't think is a spot for him. But anyway, but that'd be a right battle. Uh, like Owen Dolan's really athletic. He's covering huge ground. He's a hard man. Like if he he show you a clean pair of heels very quickly. You know, if you have poor Colin Murray in there, and we've talked about Dan as well, you know that's 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 a that's a lot of a lot of holes in the dam to try and to try and to try and block up. But I do, you know, I didn't see the Kilmac game, but yeah, the big pitch didn't suit under, and you're you're going against. I I know Kilcool probably outran Carnew a bit that morning in the second half, but I think Carnew just they, they just didn't turn up that day. Like I've watched them a lot this year; they're fit, they're young, you know, they've got legs, you know, and it, it might be the undoing of Kilkenny was that you know it'd be warm morning there in. in Knock on big pitch, it might be the undoing of them if the two boys aren't back. I just think the squad mightn't quite be there. You know, you, you'll, you'll want 20 there for the hour. You will, and that's it. Like, uh, <coughs> like our own club and Corridor, they're, 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 they're seriously struggling for numbers, battle the cars and other. But there's, there's lots of them throughout the county. But like, the one, like, when they line out 1 to 15, if they have the 1 to 15, Coteno, man, have them off, you know, they're a fair side. Are a fair side and like going back to Hondal and we're hitting on him because he, he is a star for the future, he's coming through. And I hope Har- Colin Murray Parrick is, is fit because he's a fabulous footballer as well. But um, young, young Nolan hangs around with Holly Carney with us, you know. And just wondering if, if you, any of the awards of Wilson give you that you've no friends there today, you're going out there, go out there, and as you say, show him a clean pair of heels, go, you know, what I mean, take the hand home and come out to him and then go over drink him whatever you want to do, you know. And so be it. He's hard with him. He's hard yeah. to play soccer with him, and they're all mates in there or whatever, you know. But um, they'll know each other in your days, only would Oh, we'd, we'd have got him in hurling trend last week. He wouldn't be playing Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you're working Gary Dorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these teams they know each other pretty well. They've played a good bit over over the years, so they know each other inside out. The game on Sunday morning. Lara and Kilcool in the other quarterfinal. Kilcool uh, finished second in their group. Lara finished third. You know, Lara, we sort of doubted them there towards the end of their group. We thought maybe the Billies might sneak it over them, but they came through, and here they are in another quarterfinal. Repeat of the 2017 Junior A final, John. Junior A final, yeah. And, like, I th- this... This is this is going to be a right game. It probably, it probably is not the most uh, the, the most high profile of the games. Maybe just with the teams that are there. But look at we're probably saying what we said a few weeks ago. You know, Lara and you know they were in our group in it in the in the in the intermediate. And like we said, we thought they had a lull in the middle and mightn't have got over the Billies, but did it and did it fairly convincingly in the end. Very disappointed by the Mans, but you know they were beaten at the end of the day with a better team. That was that. That's all the reports we got back. Uh, Kilcoole, you know I. 
you know, I, I've watched them a good few times this year and they're playing the best football they've played in 30 years in Kakul 40. They're just playing excellently. Well, um, since the mid-90s anyway, John. Well, yes, you're probably right there. Yeah, since they got, they trimmed the fat. <laughs> 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 Uh, one in Canada one in Anacara <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no look they're playing fabulous football and like I said look it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a repeat of 217 and that's all wonderful and all that like. but you know they're, they're two teams that have like, been cool as we said last time if you're not going to win every game in your group you know lose against the eventual winners by two points and you know three or four minutes into extra time and you, you take a lot from it and they've had a massive year and um, as of Lara, you know, and they're they're well matched throughout the throughout the throughout the field. It's a, it's a really tough one to call. I'm not going to call it just yet, but I <laughs> well, I I think this is the game of the weekend. Of any of the fixtures, I think this is going to be a, a, a belter because they're both similar teams. They love to run. They know each other inside out through the league campaign. As you say, go back to 2017, not 2017, John. You're, there's the match getting to again, but uh, we'll get you on that later. Um, but. It's going to, this is going to come to matters as well. David Miley having uh, having an absolute fabulous year, fabulous year. You know when when Lara really needed him there again again the Billies he stood up to the mark. I think he could score one four in the second half. Maybe I'm wrong, but something like that. Um, and uh, I think he could make. He could tell the tale here now. He could. After having a match last weekend, you know we're hitting on fixtures now. I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot here, but then match this weekend. But one thing they can go at because they're not in the county fight. They're not in the county fight in the following weekend. It's the same. There's a lot of clubs in that. I know that. I know. You know, in that other match, they're the same. I don't think that comes into it, to be quite honest with you now. Like, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they've gone out of the hurling. Yeah, well, that's, what, that's one thing they can take a drive at now because they're not in the county final. And sorry for saying that the following weekend in the, in the hurling now, so they can take a drive at um, Going to come to matchups again, as I, as I said. And um, I, two, two boys on the line now are going to be kind of trying to outweigh each other here. Like, you, you, the red lad, Odin, and you, 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 the, red, the red lad, Decky. And the red lad, Decky, you know. And, like, I think that could be one of the biggest battles. Like, I mean, I'll probably have one or two, two chances to Karen uh, Dutton, like you know, and it's uh, you know, that's a huge battle for him. You know, Decky's well established there, he's really taught his way through some of the games this year and previous years, but this year he's really taught his way through some of them, you know. And like, I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting just to see how Lara go about nullifying some of the you know, the the, the big threats from Kakul. Like, I mean, you know, you know, Lara would be well used to seeing Danny Cavanagh in a full forward. He hasn't played there as much this year, he carried an injury during the year, went for an operation, he's come back, you know, he's been out in the half forward, and he's been out in midfield since the 11 match. Um, you know, equally though, you have his very similar lad in styles. Matthew Gilbert is up in, in full forward and playing very well. Um, you know, like you said, David Miley for at the other end for Lara having a, having a fabulous season. How do you call? But that's only to mention one. Like, I'm without a doubt. Like, I mean, look at you, you Damon Hanlon, uh, John yeah. uh, Cullen. Yeah, and like we haven't even mentioned them um, all of them, like you know. Yeah. I mean, but um, I think out of the two groups um, in the scene in the community championship, I think the Colts backs have been the most impressive for me. Um, I'd say if you go through it, they probably conceded the least, maybe. Uh, but um, Lara's forwards are very good, they, they are now. I know Lara they went out and they got bet by two scores of the same, I think it was 215 points each, but they, they've really stepped up since that, you know, and they're moving well and they've got over there. Their speed ramp, their their, their 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 glitch, whatever you want to call it, and they're back in, like they're back in a good good comfort zone. You know, they're they're happy, like and so like I don't know how honestly I don't know how to call this one. Yeah. Genuinely, I don't know who to call a winner. This they can't be drawn today because I have to finish. Um, 
So I'll, I'll let me think about it and you'll talk away. So there's, there's no, re, no replays in this, no? No, no. All fixtures have to finish now. Bar finals. That's an interesting That's one. That's an though. interesting one. Yeah, yeah. Extra time on the day and, and uh, penalties. Same and senior. Same and senior. Yeah. yeah. That's a big one. That's a big one, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's, That's it's a big, big one. Like, I mean, they were hard. Like, we, like you say, they know each other from the league campaign this year and the last few years. Like, they played Laren Cool played each other an awful lot in the last three, four years. Like, you know, so they, they know each other very, very well. Um, like, I mean, Laren know for sure there's... Cool can put out six forwards that need to be marked, you know, between, you know, Matthew Gilbert we've talked with, Danny Cavanagh when he's out there, Declan Roper and Corner Ford, really tricky customer. Um, one of the lads that's having a huge year this year is, is, is Owen Keddy. He's living up to, you know, probably the, 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 the hype a wee bit. It's potentially playing very well, <coughs> playing very well in Harland as well the last couple of years, like, you know, and, um, you know, really playing well and maturing really well. So look, I... I will go cool on it. I I've watched him more than I watched Lara this year, um, and I think look, it's a bit of a hard call as well as a head call. But um, it's got you're probably right. I think it could be one of the one of the games. And just that point, like I mean, if you're going to say is there a game this this weekend that could head for extra time and penalties, that could be it. Like you know, be exciting. It'd be great to see you, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, I just think that's a strange one. Penalties to decide a corner final is a bit, you know. I know. Look, that's the rule. That's the rule. Well, I think. The reason these were brought in now, um, I'm, I'm nearly hundred percent sure that this this we don't have in the groups or in the league fight, league cup finals. And I'm nearly hundred percent sure we are carrying that on because we can't. Have, we don't, people don't want replays. We have to try and get finished. Like if you over a county final, then the same as like you know, what I mean, coming up. Before a county final, you would play a week before it again. So this is trying to rub all this out. And if I'm wrong now, I stand corrected, but I'm nearly 100% sure. It's, it's definitely a better format than, than a, I suppose, the club that I was affiliated with when I was in Canada, and John knows them well, Toronto Gales, they lost a semi-final to, to 45s. So like this is definitely a better alternative to that. You know, one I think one person took three 45s or whatever it was. They lost... One nil and four times after extra time, yeah. yeah. It was the goalkeeper, so but, you know, yeah. but yeah, still, look, look, I suppose again, with how I, I, um, this Larry Kilcoal, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be that it's going to be all of that. Uh, so tight, I just think, um, again, that little bit of a shock in the hurling last week, again, it's a reaction you're looking for in Kilcoal, you know, it was a kind of a you know, it was a kind of a shudder and stop in the hurling that you were probably had one eye on a final, maybe that you know, I just think maybe. You know, if that's if that's what's going on, I I think Kilcoole will answer the question, and I think they'll get. I just think those two matches in the mid middle of the year with Lara, I know we were saying they're speed ramping, and they came back from it. Just think, you know, if if Kilcoole get four or five points up and start putting on the burners, it'll have to come. It'll have to come into the back of their mind a little bit. I just tip Kilcoole in a close one, and in the other one, I think I'll go Carnew. Um, again. Depends on how Carnew turns up. I think they've been a little bit hit, but I just think Akram, Akram on Saturday should suit them and should they should take the game to Cool Kenna every chance to get, and I think they should have enough for him. Well, I'm going to go kill Cole, and I'm going to go Carnew. I tip Carnew to win it from the very, very start, and I'm going to stay with them. John, do you want to throw a thought on the first one? Oh, sorry, yeah, the first one. Yeah, it, it, I don't know if... I, I would put a lot on... Paracol Murray and uh, Conor Doyle have been back. If I thought they were back and it strengthened up the squad, um, you know, I'd give Cool Keno a good chance in it. Um, I'd go Cool Keno, not just to go again the two lads. I just think, you know, they, they, they have another kick in them this year, definitely. They'll want to get over Carnew, the loss him last year. 
local derby, all that sort of good stuff. So I, I'll go Kilkenny. And yep. there'll be a banter as well. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's going to be an interesting, interesting uh, weekend to be the championship. We move on uh, to Junior A. We have matches, the final round of games in the group stage on Friday night. We have a very interesting one in Ballinakill. We have Hollywood and Ockram and Shayla Kubai and Bleston all turning at 7.45. This one could decide the third place in the group, Alan. Well, yeah. Well, there's some looking for miracles here as well. Um, there's 31 points in the score difference, I think. Ockram have to try and make up to catch Shalala Kubai. So Shalala Kubai, Ockram are wanting Shalala Kubai to beat uh, Blessington fairly unanimously. And Ockram are to beat Hollywood fairly strongly as well. But I'm going to throw a spanner in the works here. And... I think Blessington are going to beat Shalala Kobay. Now, that's a bold prediction by myself, but I just think they are. And that'll put all ties to sleep. It'll put Blessington in second place, Shalala Kobay in third, and Ockram in Norman's land. Um, I just think uh, Blessington are coming well, along grand. There are a few good, 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 good squad there now. Kevin Quinn is the one we're mentioning the whole time there. You know, and... Um, who are they going to get to mark him? Like, are they going to stick the likes of Johnny Smith on him? That, that's t- taking money or attacking roles over straight away, you know, because Johnny Smith will be bombing up the field. They started Johnny Smith wing forward the last day. Um, so, you just don't know. Uh, sorry for the background noise. John Hines is stuffing his sweet. <laughs> we go to John now, he won't be a dancer because all these guys are sticky. Oh, <laughs> good, good, yeah, good. Uh, yeah um, the score difference at the moment, as we said, uh, Blessington have 81 for 70 against, so that's a difference of 11. Ockram have a score for 57 and against of 77, so that's minus 20. Or it, it is 31, yeah. So Ockram minus 20, Blessington yeah, plus the, 11. The first match with Valleymount is coming back, to, coming back to haunt Ockram big time. Like, even if, you know, they'd have been anywhere near him in that, I suppose, it's covered. They scored one, it's one point. One yeah. Point, yeah, yeah, you know, they're, they're looking for a complete miracle there at the minute. Then, you know... Strange, stranger things have happened it's great for us anyway because the two matches are side by side up there and we'll be able to just look across the road anyway. you'll, know, you'll know exactly what's yeah. happening So, yeah. but again look these matches I don't know you know Shalala Colby might have been a little bit interrupted with intermediate hurling and stuff last weekend as well lads playing with Karen you, and seniors you know, you know, and seniors there this you know coming they're six, in they're six six lads there <coughs> and two under hurling yeah so like there'll be a little bit of an interruption there as well you know you know, the manager for Shaletta Colby would probably be looking at that going, you know, it's not ideal, like, you know what I mean? But, again, you're playing matches in September. I'd never worry about playing matches in September because it's better than sitting at home, um, whether it's hurling or football or what you're doing. I just think, you know, Shaletta Colby, this is, a, this is a big match enough for them because, you know, we, we said, you know, the last uh, tie one against Valleymount, they came back and won a battle against Ockram. A big battle. A big battle, and we were saying how good that was for them after the Valleyman match. This is a big one for them as well now. Yeah. You know, they need to, they need to get the wagons in the ring and get over the line in this one. I think you know they'll have enough. I think they'll have enough players. We're talking about you know Blessington having a few good men up front. I I said the night after the Hollywood match, it'd be interesting to see how the backs had cope for Shalala Colby. This will be another test for them, but I just think. I think, you know, look, if they're going to go forward and, and go anywhere near win this, this is one they have to win. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, look, at it. I have to say, for, from, for the Ockram lads, they turned their season around after after a horrible start, and fair play to them. Um, like, I mean, look, they've nothing to lose. They just go out and play, go for it, you know, get yourself into a winning position first, and then just go hell for leather after that and see where, see where the cards fall. Like, I mean, 
you know, the Shalala Kulboy, Blessington match, like you say, there's a chance there that it could all go wrong in the sense of Blessington might win that. But look, I, I think there's no pressure on Ockham in the sense that we've got to go out and miracles happen. We saw it a couple of weeks ago, Newtown pulled themselves out of the most un, unrealistic situation and got themselves through to it. Yeah, like get out there, as you say, get a couple of points up, rattle in a goal maybe, you know. And who knows, like Hollywood are not going there to make up numbers. I've never seen them doing it before. So, you know, Hollywood are not going to just lie back and, and let Ockham walk all over them. It's, again, it's a championship match. You know, I I just think, you know, Akram are in as good a position as they can be after the first match. You know, we, we've alluded to that, that it was always going to put him under pressure. Just, you know, go out, play it your best. And, and See, and like, there's another way of looking at this as well. Like, Shalala have qualified. Shalala Kobay have qualified. So, it's only America and, and where they finish, second or third. So, I just yeah, hope... they can't top the group. So, they yeah. can't top the group. So. so, I just hope a little thing doesn't get into people's minds here and say, who would you rather play the other side? You know, yeah, well, that, if, you, if you start doing that in my book, you're completely taken away like, off the ball. Like, yeah. You know, as I said, this time of the year, you don't start losing matches this time of the year just to look and say, ah, oh, well, we'd rather have third place. No, or because, like, like, you know what I mean? Legend number one to win. You go like the other group, you look over at the other group, and I don't think no, you want to be picking too many of them. I, I, you I know what I mean? Burn Bar- Bar- Derry were top of the group, and Toker mm-hmm. second, and Bottlegas are third. Yeah, and so Bottlegas, like, uh, this is where Bottlegas are. You pick and choose there at your peril, like. You know, I, I, yeah, think, I, think, I, I think if you go down that road, I think you're you're. I know, yeah, no, you're shouting down the shouting down the wrong barrel there. So, I think so. There's a, there's a game going on for second and third in that group between yeah. Montoker and Boston. That's, right. that's, that's guessing that Barndary overcome. Uh, they are playing Friday night against Ashford. So you're just assuming they overcome them, but that's basically what it is. A shootout for second and third between those. Those two yeah. really. Yeah, and Barndary need to be top. Barndary go through. Yeah, they're true. Yeah, they're yeah. top. Yeah. Well, they're not top, but they're top at the minute, but it just depends on what waiting they're going to go. So, um, yeah, so I just hope a little bit that's what doesn't creep in because you're like, you're, you're going to have people saying that, right? You are, you know. I, like, I mean, I, I agree with the two of you as well. Like, I think it'd be madness to be thinking it. I don't think anybody in their right mind would be thinking it. Like, well, I mean, well, well, they can't, they won't know because the games are on at the same time yeah. on Friday night. So, they, yeah, they don't exactly, know. Exactly, exactly. But you're yeah. going to, like, I mean, Shalala Kulboy have had a fabulous year and they've had the fabulous year by beating nearly everyone that's been put up against them in most competitions. You know, they had to slip up again, Valleymouth, you know, but they've, you know, like just keep going on that trajectory. Just keep going with that. And yeah, like all the important games are going on. We're going to have someone at at all the important ones. So we'll have someone at the, the games in uh, in Ballinakill. We'll have someone at the games of Antoker Bottom Glass. So we'll be able to. It'll be good to keep track of it. Just be, for our own to see who to see who is going to be playing who as you go along. You know, and because like there's all there's all good matchups there for quarterfinals there, and whoever gets to whoever tops the group, but I would have top theirs anyway. Yeah, and well, Baron Derry, they they win on Friday night in Anacar. They they top two. Yeah, they're playing Ash Ford. Yeah, yeah. No, Ash Ford. Yeah, still like it's it's an interesting, it's a very interesting championship. Very very open. Yeah. Like you know, we're probably saying Valley Mount are the standout team, but extremely open. You know, and as it has proved, as it has proved over the last couple of years, as we said before, like you know, Lara and Kilcool coming out of it and just you know they've they've taken the intermediate side, and it just proves that. The good championship below it is serving them well, like when they step up. So it, it just hasn't eased off that championship, you know what I mean? It's still producing. And next year is going to produce a good intermediate team that no one's going to be able to take for granted as well, whoever comes over. I suppose we're looking at it from top to top down. Like it's a good ladder the whole way up. Like with intermediate champions, Hollywood, Tinahiti, they're coming up and they're putting up a show, you know, with Hollywood and not so much this year. But last year, 
Pro Pro de Mail. Semi final. Can they progress now to a semi-final? No, that's just not getting away. Well, you, you jumped in on me, but anyway, Dave, 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 Dave uh, it's not the first time, but you have to... throw water on the two of these here. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a bag of sweets or something there. But anyway, the A2A team has gone up, and we say, Tinehe, you're in the quarterfinals now. You look at last year's Junior A, last two years Junior A, both in quarterfinals of the Intermediate Championship. Now this year coming through, we have a very strong team coming, coming through. Like, you know, it's just... A, a couple of big teams are strong. He's all playing Division Two football, so like it's going to be a very interesting battle for Junior Eight. That's just my thoughts before you interrupted it. But there we are, anyway. Well done, well done, yeah. Thank you. Proceed. Your thoughts on the winners? It's very condescending. <laughs> Your thoughts on the? Uh, you still have the, the fags, Kevin. The no? <laughs> Twenty-six-year-old marriage. Isn't it? <laughs> your, all left. your winners on uh, your winners on in those games, Alan. Um, on talking about glass, I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go bottom glass. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, go through the games. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go Blessington. Again, goodbye. Ockram would be Hollywood. Valley Mount, I think that's formality enough. Yeah. yeah. No, it's the Yeah. Um I'll go Barnary that would be on the three we talked about, I will go uh, Ockham to beat uh, Hollywood. I'll go Chanel Kovai to beat Blessington. And who's the other one talking about? Bolton Glass. Bolton Glass and Tonker, okay, but I, I go on Tonker to win that one. Yeah, yeah. I go Shalala, Cool Boy, I go Ockham, and I go Bolton Glass. There we have it. Yeah. So that could be the. Uh, that could, that, I think it could be the championship of the weekend. We'll move on. Um, tomorrow night, Junior B Championship quarterfinals, Ratnew and Nakanana in Avondale. In Balnakil, Avoca play Bray Emmets. Uh, Tinahili play Enniskerry. And Avondale play Dunlavin in Roundwood. So there's two games of Balnakil tomorrow night, which is, uh, again, very handy. There is a Junior C game as well, yeah, but that's junior, this is Junior B. It's uh, <laughs> so. The, <laughs> Because Alan, you, <laughs> Alan, you, your tip for the junior B Avondale yeah. against Dunavon now, oh, yeah, in yeah. Roundwood. Well, yeah, in Roundwood, uh, Dunavon got to the junior B final against um, against um, Radnew, and Radnew went on to win it. And um, I saw Avondale a few times. Um, I, this is a good game. This will be good. I just think uh, Avondale will have too much because their size, their physicality. And their full forward line is just lethal. Now, even Ryan Cahill up there, you call him Percy and Farrell, I think. It's actually to blame that way. Um, I don't know that Tony Hagen has going to is, but that's just what the way they've been lined up, the way I saw them. And um, I can't imagine in the likes of Junior B, there's going to be too much tactics going on, you know. Um, you just go out 15 on 15 and slobber out. Um, but there's been a few very good games in it, you know. But I just think Avondale will be too strong. Yeah, look, I think I've seen Avondale playing in Nakanana. Um, Nakanana were missing a few of the same night. You know, Avondale, I think, won by six or seven points that night, but they could have won by a lot more. They were creating chances. You said that full forward line is very dangerous. Callum Percy is like lightning for Junior B. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Yeah, Ryan Cal, you know, he was he was at centre forward that night. He was pulling the strings, you know. Look, they seem to be strong all, all over the field as well. They've, they've good players there. 
Um, I have I haven't seen Dunlavin playing in the junior. Uh, they were making good waves up until now, but I just <clears throat> and what I've seen with Avondale is, uh, you know, I, I just think Avondale should have too much in that one. To be honest, you know, the, what we've listed out there are good footballers, yeah. like, and I think they and should they have like the, like. I'm not sure 100% with, that, with all the names of the Dunlavin outfit, but they, like Avondale, they're, they're like five or six lads that have played, played senior football. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. that, even if you played intermediate football, it lasts Sandy. Yeah. No matter what, you know. So. Yeah, New Division uh, 4 winners, they play Nakanana. They operate, they operate Division 3, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're Division 3. That's on in Avondale. Like, that, that's to make it a good game as well. Like. That is, look, they're, they're, um, they're strong. They're a strong outfit. Um, equally so, it's not going to have everyone and everyone fit. It, 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 it's going to be, that could be a very good game as well, even though, as I say, it's junior base standard. That could be a good game of football if, if, it, if it gets going, flowing. Um, whoever gets the best start, I don't know. There's a few, a few very good footballers on either side, like, yeah, I just said from what I've seen in Nakanana is like, we're we're kind of alluding to if they have everyone, I think they're the words that you know that you know if they don't if they're missing one or two, they don't have the line, they don't have the bench. Do you know what I mean? The like the Reed Byrne, you've Damo Byrne, you've Darren O'Neill, you've you know the very good footballers there in in Ratnew, or in Nakanana at the minute yeah. and look they, they were very good against Newcastle the night I seen them as well again, but the night. That we're missing the lads again, Avondale. Now, they're still, you know, the the battle down gamely, I think, to keep 10, 11 points that night. But to just, if they have everyone, you know, they're, they're going to be a force. Like, they're, they're very hard to beat, you know, and uh, they're the kind of team that, you know, something makes me think that this time of the year will suit <laughs> under the lights up in Avondale. You know, I mean, I don't think it'll hold, it'll, I don't think it'll hold Anvar. And I think it could be a cracking game I now. I think, you know, Ratnew have carried all before him in the league or whatever. Yeah, but I think that could be a cracking game if, as I said, if, if Nakanana have everyone fit and able. Like you're going back to, I said, about Avondale, they're having a few lads that played senior football in the league. Mm. Ratnew have them as well. You know, yeah. like the middle scattered out all over the field there, you know, a different, through, through their whole platform up through like, and Nakanana as well, like they, they certainly won't be afraid of, of Ratnew anyway. They, it could be a good physical, uh, toe to toe battle. Um, and you, like if he had a few of the players of Nakanana there, like two of the key players for me over uh, Ratnew or the two Grahams, I think they're, they're, they're very, very good footballers. Um, I'm not 100% sure which, which of the names, but one of them is left foot lad. He takes the freeze and all. He, he, like on his day, he, he's immense. He is, you know, even in the final there in Ockram that day, you get done laughing. Day or nine scores out, whatever it is, finish it, you know. And um, even that day, their, their keeper, uh, Richard Kevin, pulled off two or three monster saves, you know, to keep him in it. Um, so, like, it, it'll be good to see you now what way it goes, like you said. Like, um, like I know Ragnar are pushing strong three windows, the, the junior B, they have, a good, they have a good strong core there. And but equally so, is Nakanana, like Nakanana playing the Division Three football. Um, will it stand to them? Of course, it will, you know. And um, so, it'll be good to see why it comes out now. Yeah, uh, Volca and Bremen as well. Volca, um, they've they've done well in this group in this championship so far. Uh, you were at one the the games down there. I saw Volca a few times this year, yeah, and it was down at their first championship game, um, and and they're, they're strong. They are, and um, I, I I think they'd be far too strong for Bray. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tinahili and scary Tinahili lost very few players to the. Uh, seniors from what we know of, anyway, they're pushing strong. They're playing scary. Both teams played in Division Three. Mm-hmm. I actually can't remember the, what the result was when they met, but they're both. That's that's going to be a cracker of a game tomorrow night. It will, it will. It will. Like Tinahili coming off from winning in the the Junior C last year, they have few. 
they've nearly they've 90%, 90% of that team still together they've lost one or two Willie Quayle is the biggest one as opposed to they've lost um, uh, James Tyrrell perhaps is another one is it I think um, but they, they will be strong equally so are Ennis Gary Ennis Gary's first team Tinehill's third team you know or second team you have to pick your hats up you know um, but Ennis Gary they're, they're big around the field if the Barton's there like there's a few, few very good footballers um, but I still like I think Tinehill will have too much for yeah, so that's that's the uh, junior B, junior C, also on um, Aero Grace on say Pats. Pats are probably, you know, I think there are a lot of people second favourites for this for this competition. They finished second in the group, but and I got through nonetheless. But um, it's, it's, it's actually, Alan, is is it going to be if that's going to think going to be knockout Aero? Is it going to be Pats or who will win that one? No, is it, will they be the team to knock them out or the only team to stand a chance to knock well, them out? I think they're the only team that like to me that that's the final. I think mm. you know Denard are strong as well, um. But Denard bit Pats, I think, in their group. Up in up in Denard, Ben be a point two twelve to two eleven, yeah. And um, but I just think if Pats had a, like, I think a lot of their senior hurlers on that team, and if Pats had lost the hurl at the weekend, and I was stupid to say this, I think they would have took a, a massive hurl at this. You know, maybe now it could be just maybe going for the margins, try get no injuries, like. Say like maybe Leary be saying that up there let's don't please don't get hurt. You know what I mean? Playing junior C football and he is playing senior hurling, you know. And again, like they played in the hurling the other day, I wonder is there much of a yeah. a lap over there of players, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there could be Erog will be feisty enough to maybe try and get one back over him if some of the lads are playing on the on the junior C up there, like Again, look, they were long touted as the two teams from the beginning of this that were gonna as you said, what's the mindset now in Pats? You know, do they go hell for leather? I don't think you can tug a team out at this stage of a championship and not go hell for leather. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know, I, I know but you, you still have Bray in the back of your mind. Like, you know, you're probably looking at Handy O'Brien centre back there and you're saying, you know, God, if something was to happen, what happens? You know, and like, that's, you can't go out with that mindset if you're going out to play anyway. If you start minding yourself, you will get hurted. You know what I mean? But it's just as you said, what will the mindset be? Will they, will they try and push on for this now? Or will they will they throw their eggs in the hurling basket? It's hard to know. But you know, the, look, we've alluded to it. Like the Carnews and Glen Healy's and all these, they're doing a week in, week out, and it doesn't seem to affect them with their yeah, with their clubs. Uh, so. And we, we've thought the back off of uh, Air Oak here, and so it's yeah. such a key warrior because they're building a team. They're building a team here for for uh, the you on your say. But like they still done nothing wrong, no. right? They're in. They're, they're, they're still in it. They're, 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 they're competing, and like we'll have to. Let him on, like I say, we've done nothing wrong, so all we can do is just talk about what people want to talk about. And um, I just it's like it's a long way for the bottom to travel, but it's all down to grounds. That that's it's nothing to do with trying to drag legs all over you know, We just we don't have fields, you know, and that's it. It's very very busy weekend. So they're coming down to they're coming down to Anacara, Um and what way will it go? I, I honestly got I don't know. Um, I haven't saw her all play. I saw Pats. A few times in the league, in the, the, the league, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Pats. No, because I think it, it, they're the only side that, that are capable of beating them. Um, other than Denard, but they can only beat Denard in the final. So. Yeah, look, I'll just go against you and go again, Herogan. <laughs> I'm not. Look, I don't. I haven't seen either team playing, but yeah. as we've said, like this Herog team is. Uh, we've heard all the chit chat in the background before, and I just think. Pats will have to have one eye out there on the hurling. I think that might just just turn their focus a little bit. I know when you tug out and go, it won't be it won't be like that. But I just think it'll be, uh, you know, 
I just think it'll be in the back of their mind and I think Arog might just have too much. Okay. Yeah, down in, in Anacurra on Friday. Uh, Kil- Champions are made. <laughs> Valley Mount against Kilcool in the Junior C quarterfinal. That's also in Bannock Hill. That's the other game you were, we were talking about there, Alan, yeah. uh, earlier. That's in, that's in Bannock Hill this morning as well. Kilcool finished second in the group to Arog. Uh, random close? Yeah, they're random close. I think it was 1-11-9 points or something like that. They're random very close. Look, at, they got to the county final last year in the Junior C. Um, I actually haven't saw them now. I, I'd like to know, is that young Jordan Murray, is that? Is he, yeah. is he, is he winning this year? Yeah, I think so. He's, he's a good little baller now. No, they've, 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 had a, they've had a really solid Junior C team the last year. They're in a final two years... Uh, three years ago as well I think or two, yeah. they've been in two or three don't start the match again I know the match isn't working out too well listen to tonight but uh, no like being, uh, I suppose Kilcool uh, have had a, had a couple of good years of junior C nice solid team they haven't lost a whole lot up to the the intermediate team as it is now um, so I think they give it a good rattle now um, you know Valley Mount probably not in as strong a position like they're really going for it in the junior aid and probably used up an awful lot of their footballers and that so uh, yeah I'd probably give Kilcool the edge in that yeah, I, I'd be the same. Yeah, uh, probably the same on that one. Uh, Kilmack and Barndarig, these teams met in the league stage earlier in the year. A draw and I think a Barndarig win. Kilmack are starting to hit form at the right time. They did a good win over Tinahili in the last gr- group game and a draw with, with Cool Keno in Cool Keno. So good. They're building a good platform. A couple of young good footballers in that team as they well. Have, yeah, they've... Uh, that's coming through there as well and equally so with Baron Derry like, I, I think I'm going to go with Baron Derry because just listening to him at the early on as well um, when I was on the way here that they talked about the, the way they've regrouped the way they're, they're like a family up there like you know they're all together they're, they have a bond and like they're all well in the intermediate football they're in the intermediate hurling now here they are in, uh, in the junior C so I, I just think they'll have the age now on, on them yeah, yeah, well, I'm going to go against you now, and I'm going to go for Kil- Kilmack because Dan Gorman would, wouldn't be too happy if we. Uh, sure, you have to get over it. <laughs> the diary next week. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, Denardy Glen against Cool Keno. Cool Keno, a couple of decent, good young footballers there coming, like uh, Roy, yeah, Ta- Roy Tompkins and, and there, yeah. Cormac Byrne, yeah. very good, yeah. Yeah, but still, Denard, as well, like I say, the bet St. Pat's up there in their home ground. They got to a. Semi-final last year against Tinny Healy. They drew with Tinny Healy in Anacora, I think, in the semi-final, and Tinny Healy bet him in the replay. They go on, and Tinny Healy went on. Like, Tinny Healy were the powerhouse that last yeah. year, and I just think, like, there's two, I think Rory and the Shorty uh, told me on that. And Ed, Ed, Ed Flynn as well, I think, if he's still yeah. knocking around, like, like, I mean, if they, they, they're a strong old team, yeah, that, they if, if they have those numbers, we, we I got a good look at them last year as I played with the Junior Seal uh, as well, and they're, they're, they're tidy enough out for that. If, if they've kept with that last year, then are they not a... Uh, them are solid. Yeah. Them boys are out in raw meat and diesel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, that's, that's uh, sort of wrapped up our football uh, talk and hurling talk for this week. Um, our thanks to, to John and Emmett. We're going to take... Uh, um, going to... Take a break? We're going to take a break, yeah. We'll be back to you in, in a We're minute. We're all agreed we'll take a break. Yeah. Murphy Liquidation Furniture, the store that saves you more on beds, mattresses, sofas, furniture and rugs. MurphyLiquidationFurniture.ie Winners and Closure Bookmakers, your local independent bookmaker. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat and Instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds. Phone us on 1890-429-863. 
Murphy Liquidation Furniture, the store that saves you more on beds, mattresses, sofas, furniture and rugs. MurphyLiquidationFurniture.ie with Murphy Liquidation Furniture, the store that saves you more. With stores in Tala, Nace, Bunclody, Carlo, Gorey, and Wexford Town. With Murphy Liquidation Furniture, new stock arriving each week in all six stores. Murphy Liquidation Furniture, Dalai for more. With Murphy Liquidation Furniture, new stock arriving weekly. View in store today with no pre order required. Murphy Liquidation Furniture, Dalai for more. Winners Enclosure Bookmakers, your local independent bookmaker. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat and Instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds. Phone us on 1890-429-863. Now, welcome back. Um, last... Saturday, there was a feast of football in Blessington, the ladies' finals day in uh, junior, intermediate, and senior championships. Alan, we done commentary on this. We got a great reaction from the people joining in, so it's great to uh, for the support for the for the ladies in um, in the in, in the clubs. Great to great to see. It. We're very appreciative of everyone listening and, and backing us on the day because you know we difficulties getting to getting you know sp- backing off people before from, but it's great to. We got that. Uh, we got that done. First of all, well, work away. Right? No, yeah. well, just first of all, I want to say, just thank Blessington up there. Uh, just to mention two people there: uh, Noreen up there and Anne Marie and all. And uh, just what you done for us up there? They went over and above to facilitate us. Sorry, <laughs> bit tongue tied there. Um, but they did, like you know, and like they've great grounds up there. They're they're working on it. They're building on it. Like you say, it's up the best they could. The weather was good. A bit windy at times. Nothing can be done about that. But it was a very very good day. Very enjoyable. Um, like starting off with the first game. Like yeah, the, the junior final was it bought now sixteen to Arklow's two eight. It was a goal a half time in this one that yeah. almost uh, look, brought the game back to a, a close one, didn't it? It did. Like, but like just just to mention two players on the bottom class team there, Ella Park and Anne Marie Dorn. My God, like Ella Park, let's like she. I'm not really sure what she racked off scores by, but she um she was unmarkable, left or right foot, absolutely. Unmarkable. I think she got ten scores on the day, you know, from set piece. Yeah, you know, but three, uh, a three, yeah, I see there, three frees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, uh, AGB, if they look back at the, to look back at the the game, they'll be kicking themselves because they they should have won the game. They had eight goal scoring opportunities and converted two. Mm. You know, but for like for people to say the junior football and ladies isn't it has no standard. Go look at it. Get the video off us if you want. Go look at it. it my God, it was a belter. You know, it was. It really, really was. Very entertaining. And myself and Brendan were up there doing the commentary on him. He said, if it, if it lives up to... If the rest of the games live up to it, we're in for some day. You know? And just look, it has to be it has to be a winner in the day in bottom glass for a new... Like, uh, HB got a penalty in the 25th minute. Then they went and got a score. A point. To, like, they, they, lost, they lost their full-back um, through the game through a... To a black card or to a yellow card, sorry, and you get sin binned. It was Kira Ford, but like, um, she was up, she was marking Ella, Ella Park, and she done a very good job on her to, to, to the ability she could. Um, but like, we were just saying through the through the commentary that like the, the management, I felt that they didn't do her any uh, any justice, like, because they should have took her offer or gave her some help because and she was always going to walk 
because she just couldn't she couldn't handle her like you know and like and but she worked so hard to try handle her and look at then they ran out and they, they were they were deserved winners at the bottom glass on the day you know and fair play to them so that was that was that one yeah uh, then in the um, intermediate Valley Mount for five sixteen to one three winners over St Pat's Valley Mount go back to back they go junior straight to no I think I was wrong I was wrong, wrong I, was, I was wrong on the day with that. Um, the way it was, that was uh, the fixture in the oh, final sorry. last year. Did did so pass back them in the final pass last year? in the final last year, and they couldn't go up. Yeah, because they already team up there, and um, it was a reverse fixture this year. You know what I mean? But um, my God, or Valley Mount or something else. Yeah, you know, they were the, from start to finish. They pass pass got an early goal in this, didn't they? Pats got a goal in the ninth and a half minute. They only scored one one in the first half, and it was one one twelve points at half time. But like out of their score, like the game, the game was flowing fairly well. But like Valley Moon had were a lot stronger throughout the field. They were they, they just just stronger players. They 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 better players. And that's no disrespect to Pats. Like there was a, a young Lucy Dunn, I think, of playing wing back for Pats, and like she was she was contender for for a woman of the match for us, even though she was on the lowest side. Then she was took off. Now she got a bit of a bang through the game. Um, it was Eve Eve Dunn was it? She was wing back there, I think. Um, I don't know where it's gone now anyway. Oh, there. Um, Kirsty Dunn, is it? Yeah. Kirsty Dunn, yeah, sorry. Kirsty yeah. Dunn. And, um, sorry if I'm getting some of the names wrong, I wouldn't be up to scratch with the LGFA, but I apologise for that. Um, but then, like, they, then it, halfway through the first half, or the second half, then there was a row of goals, you know, that just absolutely killed them. And it just, there was just no way back for Pat. You know, it just wasn't. Mini Carroll benched in the good bit? Oh, my God, she was. <laughs> she was just... It was, there was no, there was no answer to her, like, you know. Um, Any time the ball went into her there, um, Lizzie Brophy was another one. Um, Carol Katz Cahill, like, just so strong on the ball, laid the ball off like Daisy Summer Cullen done. Gets all the football from the mother's side of the family there. Yeah, yeah, you know she done well, and hopefully the singing as well, and the singing. Yeah, <laughs> after we saw the after party there. Uh, we want to thank you for the video of, yeah. of, of Pat well, singing well, Grace. Well, and, uh, yeah, well done, Pat, and we will we'll bring that out now on Pat's birthday. Just <laughs> yeah. to let everyone see you. Um, but, uh, but congratulations to Valley Mountain that and the best of luck in senior next year going forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, the senior final, two eleven to one seven. Tinahili get five in a row. Um, yeah, look at they were going for the five in a row. Uh, this game started all Pats, all Pats, and I, I, I said before the game, I said I think Pats are going to do it, and they absolutely took the game to Tinahili, but just couldn't convert some other score. And Tinahili took Tinahili a good. A good 12 minutes to really get into this game, you know, they scored, um, Laura Hogan scored after six minutes there, um, and then they got their goal on the, on the 15 minute there. Um, I think it was Loretta Gilbert, was it, who got it. Um, and that Aoife just... Aoife Gorman. Aoife Gorman got in one second half. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, and she, they, they just, that, that started the wheel, the wheel going, but looking at the, the, the Pats had no answer for Tinahili throughout the field. Like, look at this Tinahili team, they're, they're well-groomed, they're a well-groomed unit, they're, they're very good from goalkeeper to corner forward to 15, every one of them are good. They're, there's no passengers on it, you could say. Yeah, they're footballers. They're all it? footballers, you know. There's a few well-experienced county players on it. Um, like, you say, Laura Hogan, like, done so well for the county this year, you know. Um, she acted more as a playmaker, mm. you know, as, as wanting her to do the out-and-out scoring, which the county relies on her to do. She drifted all over the field, just popping up, getting scores. Um, they had... Um, Young Mulhall played wing forward. Emily, yeah. Emily Mulhall, where she plays corner back for the county. And, wing, yeah, corner and wing back. Yeah. Corner wing back, and she was immense. 
she was all over the field as well you know they just no answer, answer for her as well and that little bit of experience and then um, young Gorman when we did the field she popped up right at the right time when you needed her um, in the seven minute and then the straight, more or less straight half of that there but four minutes later she got she got, she got one one to her name you know and she just straight down the middle and did not they just couldn't stop her her her, her height and her running running power like when she got them big legs going you know big long striding or it, it's hard hard to stay with her like you know so they ran out winners in the end very well deservedly I think it was 2 uh, two eleven to one seven. yeah that's, I suppose there was a bit of a talk about that you mentioned in, in the commentary there no Neve McGettigan on the path starting no there was no Neve McGettigan and um, I, I don't know what's going on up there someone said that she wasn't around for the semi-final she was away on holidays or something like that and then she didn't start like that like she's captain of the county team and she doesn't start well she wasn't there for your semi-final but she doesn't start in your final and they they brought her on just I think two minutes after uh, Tina Healy got her second goal, and just two minutes too late. Mm. So it's easy for us to say it and we're on the on the microphone there, you know. And I'd say like Hollingsworth was saying, he was kicking himself that if he had her on maybe two minutes earlier, that maybe um, Eva Garman wouldn't have got straight down the middle there, you know. And but then when when uh, Neil come in, she didn't really make much of an impact, really, to be fair. But then it, it's hard to when you're you're trailing by. What you were trailing by at that stage of the game, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but a most enjoyable day. And the two, did you suppose you were taught, you were saying the junior final was excellent, the senior final up to stand up to standard. Like you're, I'd, how you were happy? You were, you said afterwards you were happy with the with the performances on show. You said it was a good standard, and you were no, no doubt the crowd that they came out to follow it. They we, did, yeah, yeah. Well, to, to pick the game out for a neutral for us to watch to to watch any of the games up there, the junior was my. Most entertaining. Yeah. Now it was because, like, it went down to the, went to the wire. Yeah. You know, because at, at the last kick of the game, like the the game was still, the the, the, the intermediate one and petered out there. You know. Yeah. And, and like, the senior Tina Healy got revenge on Pats for their uh, they put on an absolute cracker on Anacara in the league final. They did. Yeah. Just talking to one or two of them after the game, and they said, "League is league, championship is championship." Yeah. You know, and m- maybe like Tina Healy had to be uh, as a guy in the belly to come up to win it. They knew how to win it. You know, and did Pats maybe underestimate me a little bit because they had they had turned them over in the mm. in the league final? I don't know. Um, once again, it's easy for us to say it, but you're look at five in a row. You're not five in a row for nothing. Yeah, exactly. You and know? I think it's eight or nine. I think or something, yeah, something like that. Like, yeah. um, I think there is a six in a row. Um, I think it was set up there. Someone done it. And if I'm wrong, I think it could be either on Talker or Clara. Okay, I think. So, and Toker, uh, the good team in the 90s. If, if, yeah, if yeah. I'm wrong saying that, text us in, let me know, yeah. because I'm actually, I'm, I'm curious to, to know. But look at, yeah, congratulations to Tina Healy and Rory Stokes and all your management there. Um, a great year for you. Five in a row. And see, can you do the six next year? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, look, we're going to wrap it up here. We just forgot we have a winner on the uh, text in for the free bets again. It's, it's Craig Farr who texted in there. He was the lucky number in for the text. Um, we will with our competition for the ticks this week is on Facebook on our video we have a preview up there we're going to be doing commentary all weekend so you know tune in follow our Facebook like subscribe share whatever you want to do with the podcast you, you know get it out there um, we're happy to, to keep providing this service for you so uh, we'll be back to you next week um, we'll have a full full schedule on our hands next week Alan with all the football so we'll talk to you then
Murphy Liquidation Furniture, the store that saves you more on beds, mattresses, sofas, furniture, and rugs. MurphyLiquidationFurniture.ie Winners Enclosure Bookmakers, your local independent bookmaker. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat and Instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds. Phone us on 1890-429-863. Murphy Liquidation Furniture, the store that saves you more on beds, mattresses, sofas, furniture and rugs. MurphyLiquidationFurniture.ie with Murphy Liquidation Furniture, the store that saves you more. With stores in Tala, Nace, Bunclody, Carlo, Gorey and Wexford Town. With Murphy Liquidation Furniture, new stock arriving each week in all six stores. Murphy Liquidation Furniture, Dalai for more. With Murphy Liquidation Furniture, new stock arriving weekly. View in store today with no pre-order required. Murphy Liquidation Furniture, Dalai for more.